0: This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we have full-on MCU geek boners. Geek boner! As we review episode 5 of Hawkeye and give you a full spoiler review of Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh my god, it's here. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, December 20th, 2021.
1: Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried and you're listening to the Jock. A nerd podcast why i don't know
2: Check. Check one. all right this is really fast out there
0: Hello, what's up, listener? How's it going? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. <gasps> jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And joining us straight from the multiverse, uh, a fella who has a magical slack hole portal stuff goes in it doesn't come out it's crazy it's variant rug boy what's up rugs hello gentlemen oh this variant sounds oh. very uh distinguished what a distinguished gentleman we have here rugs are you all right you sound weird what the hell is that oh imran i am fantastic oh this is like a really uh sophisticated variant of rug boy what universe are you from sir
1: Oh, I believe it is from Earth sixty nine, sixty nine.
0: Ah, yes, I think that's where I ordered this variant rugs, uh and it just came in the other I'm trying day. Trying to think of what he tr- he sounds like right now. He sounds he, like a distinguished. He sounds like the candle from Beauty and the Beast, is or something. This like. The candle from Beauty and the Beast.
3: That's really?
2: how. Yeah, the, yeah,
0: I think.
1: Oh I don't know damn what. it! You got me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now I don't know what that is. Don't send me back. It's hell. <laughs> Get back in that mirror. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not. He's boy. definitely a Disney villain
3: at
1: yes, that point. Now he's a I was, actually it was, it was just doing like a really bad like British version of uh of Vincent Price, basically. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> oh, that was a bad there you Vincent go. Price. Uh, Wait, this isn't a.
0: It's not. Rugged. This is not a. What the fuck happened? are joining us. We are doing this? Christmas with the Ginger Geek himself this week. It's
1: Matt Dalhauer What's up, buddy? How's it going? How's it going, everybody? I hope you're all wearing your ugly sweaters. Oh, every sweater I own is ugly. Which one are you talking That's true. about? I had no well, sense that, of that style. Definitely, uh, that definitely that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Imran,
3: I think Imran like waved his fingers around and he just said, bring a jock and nerd guest.
1: Well, <laughs> bring a jock and nerd guest. Well, well, you see, I want to get a jock and nerd guest on here that hasn't been on there in a long while, but one that really we've talked to about Spider Man movies, but also he remembers those Spider Man movies. You're ruining the spell, Imran. It's,
2: uh, don't
0: forget, <laughs> it's come full circle. Look, just to clarify, uh, you know, Anthony, you were sick a few weeks ago. It's Rug Boy's turn. To, uh, be Ill. I, uh, from what I understand, he was hanging out with Fraggle Rock, and you know those guys are dirty hippies. So he caught something from the Fraggle Rock dudes. I don't blame them. They are fun, but they're not very clean. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what a Fraggle Rock dude is. You don't remember is. Fraggle Rock down in Fraggle Rock? No, what is that? It was a uh, Jim Henson uh, joint there. They lived Ooh. underground, and they had little builders that built things, and they were like... Oh. I'll heads. tell you, Imran.
1: I only know what you're talking about because I had siblings that were four to eight years older than me. Okay, this was not a thing that hit our generation. <laughs> All right, I'll, yeah, I'll, you're let me, bringing uh, up something from the eighties. Let me update like,
0: the joke. He was uh, down on Sesame Street in a dirty oh, alley. Yes, there we go. Now yes, you, now yes, you get yes. It. okay. I like that.
3: I like that we have Dalhauer here because we're both of the same ilk. Mm-hmm. So now your stupid eighties jokes that only fifty year olds get.
2: Not Jokey damn it, millennials not Fuck.
0: Yeah. Can't make any Punky Brewster jokes. No, yeah.
2: You uh,
1: can actually, because I'll tell you right now. My first crush ever, Punky Brewster.
0: Oh, get out! That one of my first crushes also was Punky Brewster. I think. Well, now that just ruined it. Yes, now, yeah. of course. That's what I do. I ruin. That it. was your first crush. You were like twenty years old. Yeah, I was
1: gonna her. say you were in college.
0: She <laughs> was nine. Uh, no, <laughs> not that old. we were like the same age growing up. uh but anyways, Del Howard. Glad to have you. We have some great. MCU content to review. Let's get to it. The Jock Jock and Nerd Podcast. Alright, we got two great MCU things to review. We're going to start with the Hawkeye on Disney+. Plus. We're up to episode five, the penultimate episode. I love to say that word, penultimate. (laughs) Uh, This episode is titled, Ronin, here's your spoilers.
2: Track yourselves in, you fucks.
0: Spoiler time! Anthony, catch us up. Do you remember what happened a week ago when you watched this episode?
3: Man, this is tough. <laughs> it's really tough. Um, Shoot. What happened at the end? So, at the end of episode four, a Black Widow assassin has been hired, and Clint kicks... Um, we see it's Yelena. Kate yeah. Bisham. Yeah, you see, we see Yelena. She's back. Kate and Clint are no longer a thing, because Clint's like, you're, you're being... You can't be in this kind of danger. I'm done with you. You're a baby. Go home. Yeah, so she goes home. She tells her mom. She's real sad about it. Her mom's comforting her. And Clint's going to do this on his own. And Clint's plan here is to basically set up a meeting, a confrontation with Echo and tell her what's up. Tell her what's really going on. And in the midst of that plan, Kate Bishop decides to jump back in. Yeah, she's not out. You know she's not out. She's not out. And the the whole episode's kind of a, we're moving the chess pieces in places for the final.
1: There's discoveries that happen. Things are revealed. Tony, you forgot one crucial scene. What, the end? No. The cold open. No, not even that. Well, I mean, maybe it's kind of that. The sit-down macaroni dinner. <laughs> oh, well, that well, that, I'm just doing oh, a okay. sit-down. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that. But
0: yeah. Delhauer, I want to know from you, what how have you been enjoying the show so far? What do you think of the Hawkeye?
1: Uh, I have been enjoying Hawkeye. My feeling on it is is that they decided to do uh, with Hawkeye. Now, number one, I have read the, the graphic novel this is based on, which I really nice. enjoy. Yeah, it's very good. Um, I think what I like about this is that they basically said, Hawkeye is a character that for the past... 13 years less ten, uh, 9 years no 8 years because he showed up in Thor first right. so that would be 10 years Thor, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for the first for the past 10 years or so uh, really hasn't had a character mm-hmm. at all so we're going to go ahead and we're going to give him his own Logan story where now he's got to be the gruff mean dad uh-huh. that has to protect this girl who's almost just like him in a world of danger and bad people
3: yeah, that's what they're doing. That's yeah, kind yeah. of a good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's more less gritty, more yes, Marvel. Yes, very much
1: so. MCU. Um, yeah. I have War, been yeah. enjoying yes. it. Um, it's, it's. I like what they have done with the character. I think for as much as I am very five out of ten on Jeremy Renner most of the time. Yeah, uh, I do like what they're doing with him and the character in this.
0: Haley Steinfeld.
1: Haley Steinfeld, I enjoy. Uh, I think it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I uh, Kate Bishop annoys me, but that's not her fault. That is that, the character, right? That's the so point she's doing Bishop. it well. Yeah. Yeah. I know that it has taken me all the way until episode five to finally not feel like every episode. My reaction is, I don't care about your home life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big part of it. Well, oh, look God, rich people. They're being yeah. like disconnected from each other. I don't fucking care rich people problems this episode though you know we were promised
0: that it would break the internet and yeah big reveals a lot of interesting things to discuss let's start with that cold open before the credits in 2018 we find out yelena was blipped because we see the fucking moment oh shit it happens and i love seeing this from her point of view where she fucking bursts up into dust for a second, sucks back in, and then all of reality just changes around her. What'd you guys think of uh, the open uh, and what she was doing? And uh, this the scene that takes place between the Black Widow movie and before the Black Widow post credit scene.
3: I thought it was well done. I know, or in the in Black Widow, we kind of left off with her trying to cure, find the widows and cure them. them. Yeah. So I liked that. Yeah, so I like that we picked up there cuz it wouldn't have made sense if we just picked up somewhere else. So I like that they took a minute or two to explain that. It's kind of a nice little funny little thing there where she's curing a black widow that didn't need to be. Yeah, it's like
0: look what you did to my rug. This was a $20,000 right. rug. It's like I'm fine. What, what is going doing?
3: on? Uh I liked as you mentioned, I liked the perspective of someone getting blipped and then the world kind of shifting around them when they return and we get a little bit more of the logistics of yeah. a blip. So it's like you come back to the location yep. you're at and you know, things could have changed. The, the only thing that was a little off about that scene is when she comes back that lady that she had blipped that, that yeah. widow is still there and the widow's like, Oh, like
1: you're back kind of like her reaction <laughs> Like she does if, seem far less phased yeah. by the idea of like you went into my bathroom and disappeared, and now five <laughs> years later you're walking out of my
3: bathroom. Well, you you probably would have figured out five years you know you probably would have figured out that like okay half the world got blown Oh yeah, but it's the fact that when she comes
0: back, I'm not expecting that. If she had come yeah. back,
3: then your brain immediately has got to be like, holy shit, the world is like people are coming back. Like you you wouldn't just be like, oh.
1: It Natasha was a little like, subdued. I guess yes. it's because <laughs> she was a little subdued. The fact yeah. that she had a family means yeah. that like, they all were people who didn't blip. Like, It was the husband, I guess, was someone she met after the snap.
0: Yeah, and she's got this little a
1: kid, kid. there, about four so years it's old. Like yeah. Being, being a, an assassin who has made millions and millions of dollars killing people, and after the snap, you've decided, I'll settle down and become a wife and mother, yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, I guess uh people are coming back now because like wh- who did she have before that?" She just goes, Yelena, oh
3: well, my even, god, you're back." Even if she didn't have anyone there, it just would be such a monumental <laughs> yeah. thing to be like, "Holy shit, that now be two things. Like, people are back."
2: That
1: uh I remember um the Mr. Sunday Movies uh YouTube channel brought up yeah. and talking yeah. about this. Number 1. You know for a fact there had to be in the world at least one person who was taking a shit when yes. they got snapped yes absolutely and you know for a fact <laughs> that five years later when they came back there had to be somebody else taking a Should shit it, on that toilet
0: that's gonna be a very awkward conversation can you imagine
3: I, I like to think i like to think in that scenario because there are uh, there's all sorts of oddball scenarios that would would have occur there or in that could have occurred that i think the blip was smart enough to return that person to a physical location that they could actually be physically at so if there was someone at the toilet maybe the next the, to him the blip machine would wait until like that person was done wiping their ass. <laughs> you
1: well, I was would say, the, the other one was: what if like people got snapped out of like an airplane?
0: Well, airplanes—that was my first question. Like, it, the airplane's not there anymore. Is it going to return you to that spot in the sky? In I the think, fucking sky? I think sky? It return.
3: No, it's it's clear. It's not returning. I think it's going to return you to the airplane. I was going to say the
1: question becomes: Do the you airplane? return to your seat in the airplane, or do you return to the spot in you know thirty thousand right, feet in the in air.
3: air? Yeah, I think you. I. I I think you returned to the airplane.
1: That's fine by me. D- you know what? It's because there's no point in arguing that bullshit. <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> there's point. There's no really point. no point in arguing. But <laughs> you would you would
3: think Hulk, who's the guy that blipped them back, right? would be like, blip them back safely. Oh, that's He would have Especially to Especially because he was smart Hulk. Yeah. And he was very smart. But like
1: how, he liked tacos.
0: How shocking is this to be that person that like in two seconds, five years have jumped. But can you imagine you're taking a shit? Mm-hmm. Let's just play this out. You're taking a shit. We're still stuck. Yeah, in the because shit. then you're taking a shit. And the next thing you know is you're sitting on another person taking a shit. Oh, shit. and you don't know why. And five years have passed. Uh, that's going to be very awkward. There'd be a lot of mental health. Yes. Things
1: going <laughs> I, I was going to say there were, there were a bunch that. of support groups beforehand. There's going to be a tons of them uh, afterward. Uh, yeah. The thing that I, I I really liked about the way they, they portrayed Yelena being snapped and unsnapped is the fact that not only does she see herself like vaporize and then reconstitute immediately, but it's the fact that from her, it emanates outward and you see the room change around her. Yeah, that's cool. And so it's that idea of like, did I just have a fucking acid trip? What even just happened right now? And then you walk out the door and it's like, it's been five years. Fuck you. No, it hasn't. Yeah, and then she's
0: like, "I gotta find Natasha. I gotta find my sister." And I was like, oh, boy." Also, you notice her place is like a lot less opulent. It becomes more like homey. It's not all like white and glamorous. Well, yeah, weird. because
1: now cool. she's a, she's a wife and mother and yeah, a kid. Not. And you don't you don't keep twenty thousand dollar rugs with a child, Imran. No,
0: that's that's <laughs> not gonna end well. But uh, she might be still doing mercenary jobs. She offers her. Oh, why not? Some some
1: work. Oh, that's uh, why she's she's management now yes
0: oh yeah she moved up <laughs> great open to this episode uh wait before we move on i will tell the listener you want to join the conversation we have a facebook group it's called jock and nerd nation it's closed jock and exclusive nerd. Jock and nerd. we uh post spoiler threads for everything so you can geek out and uh hang out with like-minded individuals lots of fun join it today uh okay so uh, let's get to the Kate and Yelena meeting which is fucking fantastic Kate goes back to her burned out apartment and uh, Yelena, Yelena's just, Yelena's wait for just waiting for her and how eating, cooking macaroni macaroni and cheese is delicious how fucking great is Florence Pugh in this, she just emanates charisma like I could watch her all day her chemistry with Kate Bishop is great, just the fucking lines where she's like you have one fork, this is not cutlery Kate Bishop, (laughs) you're so funny. Oh, then where she's like, I don't have any weapons currently in my hands. That is also a lie. I'm sorry. Like, just, uh, she dazzles from the minute she's on screen. I don't know what it is. She's so
1: good. Love her. I didn't like this scene. What? I, like, of, of it, now, granted, I get, yes, Marvel loves their comedy bits, but this just felt... So odd to me. And I will admit that it could be skewed by the fact that I didn't see Black Widow.
2: Oh, that's oh, a problem. Yeah, that, that,
1: that's a problem. Yeah, uh, you, I get yeah, there's a lot but of it was just like, yeah, it, that's a big like, problem. This felt like it was an a reshoot that they added in because somebody said, we need funny moments, though. <laughs> and like the entire time, I just like I, I, I was sitting there being like this entire scene is a bit. And I just want to know what's going on. It, like, she yes, yeah, she did fine. She was she was the funny Russian assassin that's very, you know, this show right now in a world where we have the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. But it bro. just like the entire scene just felt like, okay, I get it. You're quirky. This is great. Can I like I I we're five episodes into a six episode season. Can we move forward right now?
0: I mean, she was trying to, you know, she's intimidating Kate and kind of showing what, how badass she is, but she's also trying to find Clint and she lets her know I'm here to kill him.
1: I guess it's also because my feeling is this. This is the, this is the moment where she's revealing. I was hired to kill Clint Barton. Right. Great. You were on a roof fighting Clint Barton (laughs) and and you were winning and then you stunned him and you ran away. Yeah, that was so of- if you were hired to kill Clint Barton, you actively didn't <laughs> and left. Well, there
0: was there yeah, was, two there on was one. a bunch she, of people there. No, it was not
1: it's crazy. This she she got rid of Kate Bishop in an instant. I mean, that was she,
0: uh, but I mean, he's got a point because Yelena could take out uh, all of these people easily. Should be She able said, to. I
1: wasn't well, trying to kill you. I removed an obstacle, which she yeah. did. And then she fought Clint uh-huh. more. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah
3: yeah i enjoyed I the, scene. the scene i enjoyed the scene i've seen obviously i've seen yeah. black widow you guys know that uh i think it would have helped if you saw black widow because you get to see yelena's characters kind of as you mentioned as i you will
1: say I, up. I have seen the hysterectomy scene yeah so i kind of i kind of oh, yeah. get it but it was also like to, i i will i will take this a step even further back i recently finally watched shang chi Okay. Uh, it took me a while to honestly get into anything Marvel again, because I also have really not felt the need to go to a movie theater in the past Ah, almost two years, despite the fact that I was looking forward to Shang-Chi wound up just not going because, you know, uh, I finally watched it on Disney Plus and I loved it. I really enjoyed it. But the problem I had yeah. with Shang-Chi was there were moments that I refer to as the Marvelization of a story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. I didn't like. You talked about that. Yeah. Why can I not just have a Kung Fu fight on a bus in the middle of San Francisco or wherever? But you got to have a doesn't involve some it. fat white guy on his phone <laughs> talking to his followers.
2: <laughs> you have to have. A, a I don't need you. Man. He
1: was. He was black. A, yeah, oh, yeah, he was a black guy. Whatever. I don't care. He was black I get that I, we,
3: we actually in our review we kind of I, I brought some the, of that up.
1: the thing that I liked about it was as the time went on and the movie moved forward they got less and less of that and the the humor that came forth was from the characters in a genuine sense until we got to Trevor yeah where it just became like but we need somebody to be funny
0: that's more of the Marvel and it's it's yeah. one of
1: those things where like as time goes on I'm like I love James Gunn but fuck you <laughs> like you did this. yeah. Well, he does it good though. Like it's he does. a little oh, bit absolutely. different. Yeah, Suicide but Squad now, was great. I yeah. love both of the Guardians movies, yeah. minus yeah. one or two things in Guardians Two. But beyond that, yeah. it's like he knows how to balance this. But then they turn around and they tell every director, "This is well, what Peyton you Reed, do
0: now." Peyton Reed is is okay. He's good with the comedy, but yeah, it's the same. It's a lot of the same thing. Yeah. Are we? we going to talk <laughs> about talking, what, guy, what are we doing? talking
1: about? It ultimately boils <laughs> down to. The reason I didn't like the scene is because I want a more serious story that involves Hawkeye 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 because I'm from the fucking (laughs) East Coast (laughs) Hawkeye (laughs) Hawkeye getting into some shit where he has to get himself out because the man is literally trying to run from his murderous past. And instead, I got five minutes of a fucking stand up bit. (laughs) Well, you're
3: I think in that sense. That show, the show has never really promised to that. It's always every trailer. I've said this before on the show. Every trailer has been goofy. And it has show show's tone has been goofy. But so, I think you
1: have, you have a I, chance I that. this far into the show that you can say you're on episode five at this point, man. If we haven't brought you into the story, we're not going to bring you in at this point. So to try and like, we're going to hook you in with the comedy. Like, just, I want, I want the story now because I already know there's going to be a season two. You're, we're one episode away and you've gone fucking dick about most things in this there's
0: still a lot yeah a lot needs to be wrapped up i, I again i enjoyed the
3: conversation because of the fact that y- yelena's character is so like quirky and goofy and she's so goofy that Haley steinfeld who's been goofy the it entire show is off. like she's like what the fuck is yeah. wrong like what's going on yeah. with this woman is in my yeah. house and she's like Talking yeah. to me like, and this. I can res-
1: I can so, respect the fact that the point of it is that the character is so confident in her ways, yeah, that she doesn't have to be intimidating, right? right. But I also feel like to be so confident in her ways that she is being like an SNL sketch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's how she is she the is, entire that's her Black Widow though.
1: Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's I know
0: like what you're that. thinking. This is crazy. I, I enjoyed
3: it. I like, I like when characters interact. I like, I like a lot of the, ce- I like scenes in general with Marvel where they have a the character's bounce off yeah. one another. And this was another one
0: of those moments. I, there is important stuff that does, they finally get to it at the end of the stand up bit. And that is, uh, you know, Yelena tells, tells her, I'm here to kill. Clint and she's like why how is everybody forgiven Clint Barton for what he's done why are you with him she tells uh, Kate the trail of blood that follows him could wrap around the world and she also reveals that she is Natasha's sister and that Natasha is dead because of Clint well here, here's one thing though I, and I, will, I enjoyed the
3: conversation I don't like that track that they're going on in terms of oh she's pissed because Clint was connected to Black Widow's death and she Clint was killing people. But there's two things that ring wrong with that. One, we know that Clint actively was trying not to get Black Widow right. killed. Number two... Elena's is a Black Widow assassin, so for her to take the moral high ground and be like, you're going around killing people. Well, and that's,
1: and that's, 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 that's a good point. That is yeah. another sense of it. When we first meet her in the beginning of the episode, she's on this moral mission of saving the other Black Widows. Right. She then gets blipped, comes back, and suddenly the the one Black Widow who wasn't under mind control basically tells her, hey, if you need anything, I can uh, work as like a go-between to hire you as an assassin for people. And so she decides, great, I'll kill for money now and then shows up to murder for money saying, well, how can everyone forget what it is that Clint Barton has done? No one knows what Clint Barton has done. That was the point of Ronan. Yeah, no one knows 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 it was him. Yeah. Also,
0: that part was a little of a bit of a reach because it's Kate who eventually is like, well, you need to think about who's hiring you if they're telling you all this bullshit. Maybe you should ask. Like, wouldn't she have already? She should have been suspicious of this to begin with. If she's a black widow, whatever.
3: It, it was. It was written in a way. Yeah, it wasn't written very. They tried to make it so that there's kind of like a a black a gray situation here between the characters and Hawkeye, and you kind of question Hawkeye. But you're like, the, none of that
0: rings true, and it's really a setup for the reveal. It is just end. a big setup, and she says, you know, the other Easter egg she says is, she's like, "Oh, first time in New York, I want to see new and improved Statue of Liberty." You know, placing this after Spider Man No Way Home as we we'll get think it's to. Before. Yeah.
1: No, it is after because it's Christmas and the end of yeah, that it's movie. After. It's I mean, snowing. I guess. It, yeah, I guess it's well. No, because he. Yeah, he goes swinging around at Christmas time at the end. You're right. We'll yeah, talk about so, that in yep. the spoiler review of that we, movie. Yes, we'll get to that. So, yeah, because you, you didn't hit the whatever. spoiler button every, for every,
0: the Spider. Everybody,
2: Jesus!
0: Everybody knows oh, we're what happened. Uh, I love that scene. I love the the, the chemistry. Uh, Then we get the scene where, because Kate tells her mom, uh, Clint told me to go home. He's, you know, she says, I'm not a superhero. And she's like, we found some shit about Jack. You should look into it. The next time we see them, Jack is getting arrested in like the goofiest way. What do you think of Jack Duquesne, Anthony? You were like nobody acts like this, and nobody acts like this. He's just like I, I hate. I he's hate like, Jack oh, Duque this is character. all a big misunderstanding. I'll clear this up, officers. What is,
3: and, I hate. I hate how he acts. He's so. Is over this? The top. I
0: feel like they set this up for Kate's sake because the mom knows. He's like I'm being framed. I don't Come think on. he wait, knows.
3: wait Wait, 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 yeah. run You, you, you think there's. You think there's some sort of mystery here? <laughs> it was like Vermeer. Her, her, the, that Kate's mom I'm is in on it. Was it. A you think fake that's what they're arrest. setting up? Because what yes, the, they've been setting this up <laughs> since the first episode. It's the worst Kepsi.
0: It's literally it's Marvel's not even trying.
3: It to was make so it a goofy secret.
0: when he got arrested. What do
1: you think of Jack Dahlauer so far? Uh, Jack Duquesne is a character they couldn't afford to get Paul F. Tompkins to play. <laughs> it's totally Paul F. Tompkins. Oh my God! Yes. I love and hate his character so much <laughs> because this is the most fucking <laughs> Ricardo Montalban absolutely <laughs> ridiculous bullshit. Uh, I do love the fact that, yes, they've been setting up from the beginning that the mom and Jack are in on everything that's going on. You don't get uh, uh, Vera Farmiga. That Vera, right.
2: Yeah, 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 Vera right. Farmiga. I know
1: there's two of them. I always mix them up. Uh, you don't get Vera Farmiga to just play the doting mother. Right. Like that's that she's too expensive to be a side character.
0: I don't even think Jack knows
1: anything. I think he no, just fucking no, set them no, no, up. No, no, no. He might just be no. he knows stuff. This is my feeling is she's the brains and he's ah. the swordsman.
0: Oh, he's just the swordsman. Okay. He's the slicey dicey if necessary. Yeah. Yeah, so that part was weird. Uh and then I love this. Clint goes to the Battle of New York Memorial. Right where that happened in Avengers. And I was like, of course, there would be a memorial. And he takes off his earpiece and he talks to Natasha. Very touching moment. Right after that, he does put the Ronin suit back on, which is fucking crazy. I didn't think he was going to put that suit back on. But a great moment with the tracksuit mafia.
1: I love these guys when they're in the truck.
0: And fucking (laughs) Christmas in Hollis, Queens
1: by Red DFC. Oh, man. I was right back at the beginning of Die Hard.
0: Oh, my God. Run DMC is classic, bro. Like us. but classic. Those <laughs> classic tracksuits, bro. They're so good. The music is great. They use the Peanuts Christmas music. They use yep. Run DMC. And then they use the Grinch song at the end. Oh, I fucking loved it. It was great.
1: I love the thing that I love about the tracksuit mafia is they are. The stupidest goddamn thing idiots and Marvel you, the Marvel fantastic. MCU has ever done. <laughs> but you remember And them. I love it to death. Like they're and this so is the memorable. thing that like this is the contradiction that is me. Yeah. You have the stupid fucking like, you know, oh I'm an assassin who's funny thing with Yelena, and I'm like, I don't need this shit. Yeah. But, but, but the then you give suit, me this yeah, dumbass fucking <laughs> tracksuit mafia, and I'm like, <laughs> this is beyond stupid and I love it. And I cannot like royal- explain to you why.
0: <laughs> He's like, do we look like the Royal Tenenbaums? Come on, bro.
1: It's classic, bro. I think it's because it, it the, the entire scene ends with the most cartoony shit in the world where he shoots an arrow the and arrow, has a right? secret yeah. compartment with a scroll it, in it. It's
0: great. And The guy screaming, and then it just pops <laughs> open. Uh, and that meeting is... The meeting's great. Echo's there and he's like, come alone. Of course, she doesn't. Kazi and everybody is there. And fucking Clint takes him out. Like Batman begins all in the shadows. They, they
1: Batman'd him so hard in this oh, fucking it scene. It's
0: fucking great. And I was shocked. I was like, oh shit, he's put the fucking suit on again. Uh, and they do have a little fight. And I love when she. I love. I love the hyperbole from Imran. Everything it's great. is great. It was so good. Well, I love how they <laughs> use her prosthetic leg, too, in the fights. You notice that? Like, a lot of times. Yeah. She she uses it to, like, deflect
3: I, yeah, the sword, I have to so.
1: ask this question. Now, this is coming from a white boy of privilege yeah. who has never taken any sort of fight training. Okay. And has all of my limbs. Okay. If you know. And in a situation like this, not like a standard you know, UFC or boxing match or anything, but if you know in a fight like this where there's a chance you'll die and you know that your opponent has a prosthetic leg, are you not going to then immediately try to make sure that you take their leg off? I don't
0: think he knows she has a prosthetic leg. It's it's feel like it surprised him, but eventually he would have heard the sounds okay. of the metal clinging. I
1: don't, uh, I don't think, he, I, don't think I, really, accept, I don't think it's been revealed. I'll accept the idea that he doesn't know because it was yeah. only re- as far as I can tell. Yes, we as an audience know, but I feel, yeah. feel he like he knew. But I will also believe if I'm told he never actually saw or found out.
3: I've, he might have. He might have figured. He might know from the first the fight that she, fight. she was using it. Yeah, but. There's not. There hasn't been like a reveal other than to the audience that she had a okay. prosthetic leg,
1: and that's fine. But I feel like the moment that you, as a fighter who's like this person will probably kill me, knows like, oh, you've got a prosthetic leg. I'm fucking taking your leg because it can be. It's an advantage, and 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 Yeah, you're you're you bashing know? me in the fucking knee with your steel yeah. leg. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Pull that thing right off. Make sure it's strapped
3: on. Not really ever heard a, a prosthetic leg being called an advantage for someone, but
0: no,
1: it, it <laughs> I kind it kind is.
0: I guess if you're
3: like, I was going to say, if you in utilize some it enough senses, as a weapon, <laughs> sure.
1: No, I <laughs> well, I was think of it this the, way. Do you remember? You remember uh, Blade Runner, the the track yeah, runner who yeah, had the the, the spring yeah. legs yeah. and whatnot? The girlfriend they said killer, he yeah. wasn't allowed to be like running Olympic matches because they called sure. it an he, advantage because they were yeah. literally shaped to spring. He
0: mm-hmm. could run faster. I mean, look, it's I sucks. don't think she's wearing a spring. No, she's not.
1: I'm yeah. not saying she is. I'm yeah. saying she's taking a steel leg and she's bashing it in his ribs. I just,
3: I just had to call out that we're, we're, we're arguing that someone with a prosthetic leg has it, an advantage.
1: It, she's listen, deaf and has one can, leg, and let me tell you, it's unfair. <laughs> it can be an advantage.
0: I've, I was watching a documentary where this guy was talking about like he lost his limbs, and then when he got these prosthetic legs, it made him even better and stronger and it was like he, he, he appreciated it. like this it's, is what
1: almost every be. cyberpunk book has been about since the yeah. 80s
0: cybernetic parts <laughs> are are tight bro uh anyways they're fighting but he's like killer he reveals himself to her he tells her you and me we're the same we're both weapons and we get the the real story he says your boss wanted your father dead I was there because an inside informant tipped me off that night Uh, and she doesn't believe it. And that sends her on a tizzy and more convenient writing as Kate Bishop just happens to show up right when she needs to and fucking for the save so that he can get away now
1: don't you go being uh grumpy about it imran no, she so tracked much... his phone again again all
0: right that's also you know, co- there's so the much phone convenient
1: that yes. she shouldn't be allowed to track because he's not a customer of their fucking security <laughs> company it doesn't
0: matter she just needs your phone number and she can triangulate your location from yeah the pins. that's
1: illegal
0: yeah well that's how they they move the plot well, that's along. That's how they made one. all their money. Yeah, I know. that's how <laughs> But sometimes the convenient writing really bugs me, and that was another. I was like, oh, of course you can. Yeah, but also, it. Imran,
1: this is a comic book.
0: It's true, but does it have to be so much yes. convenience? All yes, the time, especially in the show? That's how comic well,
1: books work. Imran. For what it's for what it's
3: worth, uh, she actually does. Uh, Echoed you said Echo still like doesn't believe it. She does believe it. She t- She kind of takes she, him and she's like, what's yeah. going she,
1: on? She calls him a liar, but she definitely feels like there is more truth to it than she right. wants to admit.
3: Right. Because if, if the way she had built up Ronan in her mind was this assassin that just is ruthless and cold blooded. Right. right. And he's in front of her right there and he doesn't kill and her. Yeah, and he takes he the has to the kill chance
1: her, to it. kill her and he spares her.
3: Now, I will say... I, I've never had a situation in my life where an assassin has killed my father. Right. But <laughs> wait a minute. If that assassin <laughs> was in front of me. Whose dad did I kill? Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. That oh, was someone else. Oh, shit. <laughs> if, if there was an assassin in front of me, yeah. and he said to me, you know, I might kill your dad, but it was someone else's fault. I would be
1: mad that there that was, that was someone else's fault. But, but I think I'd still too. be mad at
3: the assassin. Yeah, you did well, still
0: kill my father. <laughs> you did now still here's, kill my
1: father. here's where it... He, when we get to the end of the episode, uh, uh, Anthony, is where I think you, you might be mad about who it was that might have called the hit, mm-hmm. but you also know that's a lot more trouble for you than it might be worth. Right, mm. right, yeah. Well, like you mentioned,
0: Anthony, she... This is her journey. This is her... Her journey has begun to to go on the other side she questions Kazi. Yeah,
2: what she there
0: she goes why were well, you were his right hand man why were you at that meeting he goes i don't know i didn't get a call and she's like uh, and I'm, I'm like this is her journey against uh the mafia against uh well, that, the that's boss. why
3: Kazi has been the whole that whole season being like hey stop pushing this stop right. chasing this stop Ronan, like you're, yeah yeah stop doing like yeah we're we'll, just gonna we'll kill, kill Ronan, him then. but once
1: that's done we're over
2: yeah
3: it's dangerous. Yeah, so yeah we, we don't need
0: this attention.
3: We 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 kind of knew this. The show isn't trying to like hide the like the show is giving you exactly what you
1: expect. There is no
3: subverting of expectations. No, and there's the show. No, that's there's true. a
1: comparison that I want to make once we get to the end of the episode.
3: Okay, and uh, for what it's worth, though, subverting like giving the audience their what they expect isn't a bad thing. No, no. No, it's it's not. Not. I think the show over. I think the show overall is like fine. Like I'm not. It's not my favorite show of of all time, but just there's there's so much like in media these days and like about subverting expectations right, that right. like that's supposed to be the norm when it, that's not the norm. That no. actually giving the people what they kind of want more often than not works.
0: It's delivering as advertised. Absolutely, right. you know. Uh, So in the meantime, Clint has been staying at Grill's house where Pizza Dog is. Grill
1: is my favorite fucking character in this show. Grill's is
0: great. Grill's
3: is great. We're
1: we're recapping
3: the part where he's at Grill's house. Well,
0: I'm just saying that because there is a (laughs) box. There's a couple of
1: suits in boxes that we're probably going to see. You mean the suits that they have in the photo on the front page of this show? Right. Where they're at the Rockefeller Center. We've seen the suits already. (laughs)
0: Also, the just the LARPers and stuff, they've taken the place in the comics like Clint owned a building and all the tenants kind of helped him yeah. in this like adventure. So they're kind of replacing I love, the tenants. I
1: love that his, his inner circle is a group of fucking New York City LARP members I, have you ever been a LARP or, uh, I've you ever never done I've never done LARP but yeah. I have done paintball which is like LARP for Republicans basically
0: <laughs> Paintball um, looks way
1: more fun than LARP no, paintball is you. fun as shit and I honestly yeah. I do have friends who LARP and it, it, it is a lot of fun but it's just it's one of those things where like it, it there's there's a part of it like I play D&D but there's just a part of LARP that like I'm not a hundred percent behind and like, I don't, I don't hold it against anybody, but it's like, I don't know, man. I, I did paintball for a while, but I, I kind of want my weekends for more than like doing a whole weekend in the woods with friends dressed, I mean, with, like you know, a, dressed in, in fake armor.
0: It's supreme role playing. It's like the ultimate role playing fucking gig there. Yeah, it could be fun. I it's could fine. It could.
1: I'm, I'm better. I'm more, I'm more suited to doing, you know, three hours on a, a Monday night with friends than, you know, 48 hours up in fucking upstate New York in the woods somewhere. in the woods exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm not a it's camping cool. person Imran. no
0: no that's why we build houses so we can live inside them not in the fucking woods uh anyways look so yelena is following eleanor bishop kate this
3: hawkeye review is taking longer
0: than kate i thought. and 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 clint are at grill's house and yelena texts kate saying i i i looked who hired me turns out It was Eleanor Bishop, and there's a fucking photo of her and Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin in the white suit, and Clint goes, that's the guy I've been worried about, Kingpin, boom. Oh, shit. He says the name, and there we have it. They did it. I wish we actually saw him do something, D'Onofrio, but hopefully next episode. He'll be in the next episode. He'll be in it. Uh, but for an wow. episode called the boss i sure oh hope. yeah it's called the boss so it's gonna be about the boss Again, or springsteen we were, wi- we were waiting for this anthony did you uh what are your feelings when you saw that photo
3: i had it spoiled first off Oh shit! i didn't watch the episode till later at night and like just even perusing youtube this week was just a fucking mess oh,
0: dude there's huge parts yeah. of the movie on youtube don't go there
3: that well, not i mean yeah the movie but even like they had the, f- the freaking title from John Campio. Oh, was yes. Like, Kingpin is back in the oh, MCU yes, right away that yes. day. And I'm oh, like, yeah, no, it, like dude,
1: by by 9 a.m. Eastern on YouTube. You had people posting things about like what it means that Kingpin is in Hawkeye. Uh,
3: and I was just like, oh, my God. So anyways, I had it spoiled. But again, one of the you know, it's I don't this again was this wasn't something that was all that. This was super telegraphed, right? Yeah, like this yeah. wasn't a Ralph Boner situation. Right. They decided if you've been watching anything Marvel and can figure stuff out, you'll know right away that this is Kingpin, and yep, we're going to give you Kingpin. So I am excited to see Vincent D'Onofrio in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm still uh, wondering if it's just Vincent D'Onofrio playing the MCU version of Kingpin or if it's actually the Netflix Kingpin, because that Kingpin... Is so far removed from the tone of this show. He's a brutal. As as Dahlauer mentioned, the tracksuit mafia is so fucking goofy, and Vincent D'Onofrio's kingpin in Netflix is so not goofy no. that I could never see him hiring that group of people to work for him to do anything.
1: You're telling me other than maybe be cannon fired You're That's telling me point. that the Netflix kingpin owns fat man car lots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, that's his base of opera But you're right, but though. Regardless, yeah. if it's either the Netflix version or a different take with just Vincent D'Onofrio taking on like, the role again, will it, I'm happy. Is it? Will it be disappointing if he's a little watered down and they neuter the kingpin because of all this? That's a good point. And I
3: think I think Vincent D'Onofrio is so good yeah. that I think they, I think they've they've clearly in this in that sense, the fans really responded to a, that that character. So I don't think they're going to completely cut off his nuts.
0: They better not. He needs his nuts. He's nuts. Uh, My question is, so Delhauer, at the end of Black Widow, the post credit scene, you see Valentina Contessa. He has no idea what you're talking about. That's what I'm explaining to him. Oh, that's right. (laughs) You see Valentina Contessa find Yelena, and she's like, you want to go after who killed your sister? Here it is. And she's got an iPad and Clint Barton's face on there. So, see, essentially, it okay. seemed like
1: she hired, she hired Yelena no, to she, go after Clint. She's the goal. So, between. I was going to say so, so Valentina is essentially the, she picked up the a contract, she's I the guess. manager. Yeah. Right. So, like who, like who is, or, no, she's the recruiter working for the manager who is uh, Vera Farmiga working yes. for the GM that is right. Kingpin.
0: That is the kingpin. Because remember, in the earlier episode, Eleanor made a phone call, and I think that phone call was her putting the hit out. Right, and then Valentina she just calls Vera.
3: Yeah, so I think I think Valentina is like she's got assassins ready right on the wheel. Yeah. like she's got different people, different Avengers, Dark Avengers. I almost, maybe I
1: almost see her see her as like a headhunter.
0: Ah, ah, She's just picking up assassin in, contracts in the same way that, that she's
1: going off and she's trying to recruit. You know. Oh uh US agent. Right. Where it's like it's not a hundred percent just that she's off hiring assassins. She's off looking for the people who are willing to do the dirty work.
3: Yeah, I, I should have rephrased that. Maybe not just assassins, but all sorts of people that can do all sorts of jobs. Yeah. Ah, Let's go with ah, that.
1: Okay, so that could get interesting. Okay.
3: Superhero type okay.
1: shit. Yeah. Dark. Imagine imagine if Kingpin could say he has his own Captain America. Right. And it is U.S. agent. Yeah. And it's basically him being like, yeah, I might not be the government, but I know what the people need. And get shit done with these people.
0: Oh,
3: I can't Uh, wait. uh, Mm Mm-hmm. question for you. What what do you think of uh, what what do you, what was your thoughts on Vincent D'Onofrio joining the MCU officially? I
1: agree. Yes, very telegraphed. Um, they they made so many different references, anywhere from uh, the large white suited hand yeah. of quote unquote Uncle, <laughs> uncle. interacting yeah. with a uh, young um, Echo, mm-hmm. all the way back to the the few times where I was like, well, you know, I hope it doesn't get back to him. Etc. Etc. The big guy. Yes, the big guy. Um, I will say some of the things that I have thought are with a world in which we have defeated Thanos. Why is the Kingpin scary?
0: Yeah, that was. I thought. Yeah, I thought that too. Because Clint fucking fought aliens and shit. And why is he so worried about getting the big guy involved?
1: But I mean, you know, that then becomes a question: if Clint has fought Thanos. And he's scared of the kingpin,
2: well, what does that
1: mean jesus
3: well i think I think in that sense, I think the kingpin is scary because he's somewhat untouchable right, in that he can go you can send him to jail, and he's going to keep and he'll run out, jail and he'll yeah. run jail he'll right? Get out, and if yeah. and if you kill him, there's never even though you know that he's a bad guy, he's able to cover everything up so well. Uh, that you're going to go to jail. Yeah, Yeah. there's no
1: evidence. So he's, evidence. He, you,
3: you can't you can't kill him and you can't tie anything. Yeah,
1: it's him. it's it's that that concept where Thanos is a black and white good versus evil villain. You you can easily turn around and be like, it was an alien that was going to destroy half the universe. And people are like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But you go <laughs> and you kill legitimate businessman Wilson Fisk. Right. And you're like, no, 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 he's the kingpin of crime. They're like, fucking bullshit, man. You guys have gone rogue.
3: Right. He's so probably yeah, got a lot of things it's, on, it's, under control. I think
1: it, it plays into the idea that Clint doesn't like that he's getting pulled into the gray area of everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, yeah. And I think also there's the cause his, his whole character motivation is he wants to get back to his family. Yes. And I don't think getting the kingpin involved means that his family
1: could potentially have to get very true, which has something to do with the Rolex.
0: Oh yes. The watch whose watch is it. They didn't even talk about the watch.
1: So here's (laughs) my theory. Oh, let's hear it. I think I forget the name of his wife, but Linda Carlini, Laura Barton, Laura Barton. I believe Laura Barton used to be a part of the kingpins. Oh, organization. Oh, and she left for Clint. Oh, and I feel like the the Rolex is somehow tied to her being a part of that, because if you notice, she knows an awful fucking lot. She does about like New York's underground crime world. Yeah. Yeah, she knows and a lot has, apparently has the connections she can make where she can make a call and find out that, you know, Jack is the CEO of the umbrella right. company that's funding right. the tracksuit mafia.
0: There's a transmitter to the watch that they have. She speaks German. Like
1: she Yeah, a I feel like things. the
3: watch is definitely connected. We we've learned to this at this point that um, Hawkeye's wife, she she was involved. She in she
1: did something.
3: Right. She's an
1: agent. So I'm I'm playing right. at the idea that I think it's something in the. That's the other, that's the other side. She might have been a fucking shield agent. But I'm yeah. going to go ahead and I'm going to say that. Uh, Laura Barton is in the John Wick school of oh I yeah. I'm out. Here,
3: here, here's here's a th- here's a theory, because we we've kind of figured out that Agents of Shield isn't really a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. What if Laura Barton? Her real name was Bobby Morse. That's what one was, of
0: the rumors is. Yes, and
3: she was the, she was Mockingbird. She was Mockingbird, and she's she's now retired. Oh yeah.
0: shit! Okay, yeah,
3: they don't want. I just came up with that right now. Yes, I like I, that. that. <laughs> I
0: saw I saw that floating around, and they just instead so, of having
3: Adriana Palicki. Yeah, they
0: don't want to protect that she was the shield agent because in the comics, Hawkeye yeah. does date. I think he I think marries, marries
3: Bobby. Yeah, Morse, he Bobby yeah. marries
0: Mockingbird. They're like a thing. Yeah, yeah. so so she would have been. Be yeah. Mm, that, might that might be, be it. the reveal. Mm, that might be it. Anyways, we got one more episode left. It's titled The Boss. There's a trailer out. It will also Bruce be The Boss is coming. Yes. They're going they to fight run, baby. and the E Street Band <laughs> and Stephen run. Van Zandt. Born in the USA. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen yeah. just exhausts them with a 12 hour <laughs> concert of every song <laughs> he's ever recorded because that's what he does. Uh, and I also said, saying, I
1: hate my uncle. Yeah, Anyway, this is called The River. Uh, now
3: that Ruggs isn't here, I feel like I had to take over making old references <laughs> <Okay>. to music.
0: <laughs> uh, the the This final episode apparently is going to be the longest episode out of any Marvel TV show so far at 59 minutes. Ooh. So they got a lot to wrap up. Will he make six it home? minutes of credits, though? Well, I it might be before the credits, but it is, oh, it's okay. like six to eight minutes of credits. Will he make it home for Christmas? Will all the shit be resolved? Probably not. It's probably going to be. I mean, it,
3: we if we're going to make a quick prediction, I feel like this is, again, very telegraphed. Okay. But this is Hawkeye's swan song, right? Like, Yay. he's going to go back to his family and retire. The whole thing is now he can finally be happy with his family. He doesn't have to worry about Ronin bullshit. Yeah. Getting biting him in the ass. They're going to cover all that. And Kate Bishop, obviously, is gonna new Hawkeye. I feel like with six episodes they still have a lot to kind of yes, tie they up
1: do. like i said man, i don't know familiars. if it'll be wholly satisfying even even with one hour left we're gonna be sitting on a, a cliffhanger at the end of this and we're gonna get the you know we will return in hawkeye season two
0: so mm. there's still the the rockefeller uh scene we haven't seen the scene where he's at the party and he's running there's a bunch of things we haven't seen um, Wait, not only that, but just the the loose ends that need. The to loose. Be everybody up. has to fight the kingpin. Like Maya's got to come after him, and he's got, and then they got to deal with Yelena well,
3: You got to deal with Yelena and her, her thing. You got to deal with Kingpin. You got to deal with Echo. You got to deal with Eleanor, and uh, Kate, right? Eleanor and Kate and Jack Swordsman.
1: Yeah, There is so.
0: so much shit. How are they gonna fucking yeah, no, this close is, this up?
1: This oh, is it, very much. This was a season built to tease at a second season. Which, why, when I was talking about earlier, there's a comparison I wanted to make. Okay. Comparing this to the first season of Daredevil when it Uh hit Netflix. Okay. In the fact that you are dealing with a very similar street-level crime involving the same bad guy. But the problem you had was Marvel on Netflix was a gamble. And so the first season of Daredevil had to tell one complete story. Uh uh In case, God forbid, Netflix went, yeah, never mind. We're not doing a season two, which they do all the time. The problem was that with Disney Plus, it is Disney making Disney property for the Disney streaming service. Right. They have all the leeway in the world to make the first season of a TV show that says and you're going to have to tune in next year.
0: Here's half the
3: story. It, it, yeah. In, in fact, Disney wants that, yeah. right? Like yeah. they, they, they need content. It's, yeah. so it's why be like, they brought do, do back that. the
1: weekly release schedule because Netflix was built on the whole binge it. so you see the whole season in a weekend. Yeah. so So you get hooked. But Disney said, well, but if I give you an entire season of a show in one weekend, you'll get the free trial, watch the show and cancel. If it comes out every week, you can't possibly get away with one month free trial and see everything you want. Mm, It's a good
0: good strategy. Do you think we'll ever get concurrent shows playing out throughout the week? So far, they're doing one show one day Mm. at a
1: time. Mm. Uh, I don't think so Mm. because I think, I mean, now I don't know, but I think what they really like is they don't like the idea of competing with themselves.
0: That's true. Because, uh, yeah, after Cause, this, you know, ends,
1: yeah, the, the whole point is, oh, you should watch this on Wednesday when it comes out. But what if I don't get to, to it until Saturday? Yeah. Well. So I, I'm going to get to it on Saturday, but I also have to decide am I going to watch Hawkeye or am I going to watch, uh, you know, the book of Boba Fett? Right. Right. Yeah. So they're going to. There
3: potentially could be a world, I see them, where they might do like a Wednesday
0: thursday i would love like a marvel day and a star wars day you know like i if anything. i would say but, yeah that'll happen make
1: wednesday marvel and make friday star wars you, that would i'll be okay with that i like that no I, I i thought you were asking if they would do competing mcu shows.
0: well yeah that, that would I, they're be definitely going to
3: have marvel and at some point like there's just too
0: many things yeah, they have a yeah. lot
1: that they want to do
0: yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah i mean marvel alone
0: there's like 15 tv shows that are coming out in the next Few years,
1: but so. yeah, if you to, That's to make it like, oh, you know, Monday's gonna be Loki season two, and then Wednesday's gonna be Hawkeye, and then Friday's gonna be uh, Cap and you know, Winter Soldier or whatever again. Like it's it's gonna get to a point where it's and like no, this yeah. is so much yeah. overload. And,
0: and it's gonna be hard to tie and I, it into the movies and back to the T V shows. I, that I can't
1: even possibly watch, you know, uh Cap and Bucky because whatever happens there is tied to what happened two days ago in the episode of of Hawkeye, like there's there is a chance that you can really just kind of fuck yourself by doing too much. That's a good point. That's a good point. Stay
0: focused, I don't know, Disney. You're doing good though. Uh I next <laughs> week last episode and then Book of Boba Fett starts at the end of December, which I'm also excited for, but let's take a break here. We're going to play some promos. we to come back. We should just end the show here. And geek out. Oh no. This has been 3 We're hours, not right? Done. <laughs> We got a lot of. We're
1: done, no, 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 no. Can, We can, we can talk about talk about Spider Man Two or whatever Where's on, on that Patreon. They can pay okay. for that. I mean, five. I feel like we went a little
3: long. We did. We went almost an hour on Hawkeye. Like we could just end you know, it. Right, five,
1: five, ten minutes on
0: Spider Man, and we're fine. <laughs> people <Peep laughs> okay, you later, listeners. We'll check you No, listen, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. See if we talk about Spider Man. Maybe we do. Maybe we don't. Right after this,
3: I'll just say this, listener.
1: We're going to go for at least seven hours today. <laughs> Strap in. I hope that you packed a fucking lunch. That's why I'm wearing <laughs> diapers.
0: After these
2: messages, we'll be right
1: back. Attention podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. I'm Logan, the host of Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. Every week, join me, PC Mike, The Giggler, Scotty Scoop, and Carrie as we talk MCU, DCU, books, TV, movies, and more. Mostly superheroes.com is where you want to be. Watch us on YouTube, listen where you get your podcast, and we'll see you Monday, Sunday on Patreon. Enjoy the rest of the show.
2: It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill, and we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast.
3: Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real?
1: We do, and we talk about it every Thursday.
3: You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more.
1: That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at highvoltigeradio.com. And always remember New School Stale old school fresh Doc <laughs> and
3: nerd.
0: listener if you enjoy the show and want to support and show your support and show your love join show our your love join our fan club is it slash patreon Nerd! where you can uh monetarily support us on a monthly or annual basis and you get stuff you get our love and appreciation and thanks, but you also get a, a, an extra RSS feed, an exclusive podcast feed where the shows come out early. We put out all our instant reactions to Spider-Man: No Way Home. You heard it there first, right? As I recorded right in my car, right after seeing the movie. Did you do it in your car, Anthony? I did. Yeah. See, come on, love the movie to Do it in right my in car. The car. I love doing it in my car. Portable recording studio in the backseat. Uh, no, well, if you want to spread, you know, stretch out, you got to go in the backseat. But the seats go down, you know. He doesn't understand what you're talking about. No, I don't know first. what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, there's bonus <laughs> content there. And you. Ha- there's certain tiers that have Discord benefits. You can join us for our monthly Patreon exclusive Discord Hangout. Uh, we do these every month. This week, this month is this week. December's Hangout, Thursday, this December month 23rd. this week. It's tomorrow as the show posts. This month's Hangout is this week, 8 p.m. Central, Thursday, December 23rd uh join us we're going to be talking about this movie that we're about to review of course more i want to know what you think delhauer you're welcome to come to these things too if you want the discord server i'll hook you up my give you the god i would love it okay great yeah we'll
1: get i might not hope. make this month but i would maybe. love it
0: yeah no you're in i would love to have you there maybe but we'll get bloody maybe we get dope Pope. everybody the regulars it's always oh,
1: fun man, i can't wait to get yelled at by the regulars
0: yeah, they're going to love yelling at you. Jocketer.com slash Patreon. Sign up today. Okay. Holy shit. Here it is. The movie's out. Hit the button. Holy shit. Holy oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can't believe a Spider-Man No Way Home. Listener, you definitely want to watch the movie before listening to our review. It's going to be spoilers. Here's your spoiler alert.
3: Before we get started,
1: does anyone want to get out?
2: It is me. a spoiler.
1: I believe it's pronounced spiderman you know uh that's that's a mandela effect on my own part i i thought the line was before we get started does anybody want to get off
0: oh no it's get um, out Ooh. which upsets
1: me because i was definitely I lo- <laughs> going to make the joke of i absolutely want to get off i like your line
0: better <laughs> thank that's you a,
1: captain america
0: that's what it should be steve he's rogers wholesome, though doesn't
1: make that doesn't mean he's not daddy
0: <laughs> um oh my god spider-man no way home the 27th film in the mcu we are living in a world where there's now eight solo spider-man movies man movies uh is it the
3: 27th mcu film the or 20th- the 32nd well, if you count the TV shows, no, I'm talking about if oh, you count oh, no, well, the now, movies that have suddenly well, become canon. That is a discussion now. we need to
0: have. Where does it start? I don't know. <laughs> just, just, you know, <laughs> just wanted to throw you through a loop there. But also, dude, if you're a Spider-Man fan, we have there's 11 movie appearances of Spider-Man and 11, like eight solo movies, 11 appearances. What a fucking pen to be alive.
1: He only dies in one of them. Uh oh yeah yeah you yeah, really really like nice
0: one that's uh, good yeah uh but then there's other ones so it doesn't matter there's plenty of spittermans to go around on the rotten tomatoes this thing holding a 94% rating 7.9 out of 10 average rating uh for the critics 99% verified audience rating the movie which was made for 200 million dollars we gave out our box office estimates last week Oh, we all underbid. Holy shit! Uh opening weekend, it makes a staggering two hundred and sixty million dollars. Oh shit! Holy shit! I almost third,
3: uh, third all time behind Endgame who, and Infinity well, War. We'll talk about all the was, during a pandemic. Who was closest without going
0: over? Well, I almost nailed it when I was like, I think it'll triple Venom, and then I walked it back to double. So one eighty. I was you I, when you when you said
3: triple, we made fun of you
0: because I, I got the math wrong, and I was like 270, but that was fucking that, I was,
3: you would have been right.
1: I thought I it think was Ruggs crazy. was closest,
3: right? Yeah. Didn't he say over 200? Yeah, he said over 200. I said 175.
1: Unbelievable. Honestly, man, when I went to go buy these tickets, yeah. I went to go buy them three weeks ago. Yeah, I had to get a showing Saturday yep. at 1030 in the morning. Yeah, so I could find two seats next to each other to take wow. my fucking brother to this movie. Wow! Yeah, like, I I uh, I, I would have laughed at the idea that it would have one done one seventy. Right? We all saw it multiple times. I mean, I bought. Two what's, tickets. It at, what's it net? What's the net worldwide?
0: Worldwide, it is it's just a hair over six hundred million dollars
1: already. Oh shit! yeah. I mean, this, is, <laughs> yeah this, this shit's going to cool. a billion before Saturday.
0: Oh, easily. Yeah, and, we, and
1: we were debating. Yes, how it was going to go for a billion. It didn't get a try of the to the release. Pandemic.
0: Yeah. If this thing's gonna hit 1.5 billion. It'll be like 800 million by the end of the week. My roommate a, made the joke
1: about week. this being the super spreader Spider-Man movie, and <laughs> uh, that, yeah,
0: <laughs> it kind of is because I, I was I, like, I'll
1: say, I'll say this. <laughs> I I went to a th- I have gone to three showings. So oh far.
0: shit! You seen it three times already? <laughs> I've seen it three times
3: I already. I twice. went today.
0: Oh my god! At
3: four o'clock. Yeah, and that showing was pretty packed. Yeah, on a Monday.
1: I felt yeah. so bad for the guy sitting next to me at the showing Saturday morning. This guy had to be like six foot five. Oh, no. And he is sitting in this standard movie theater <laughs> oh, seat no, the, the tiny one. in the fucking. And here's the thing. It's in the IMAX theater at the AMC by me. Yeah. But like they don't do the whole like big recliner seat bullshit. No. So he had to sit there for like two hours and 45 minutes yeah. with his knees pressed against the oh, seat behind him. To the point that in the third act, he is spending the entire time rubbing his knees because <laughs> I'm sure his feet were fucking falling asleep. Let, let's let's just continue
3: not on the on tall guys that have to sit in seats. No, let's but do that. Okay.
1: No, the, the the no,
3: I'm saying the the theater like the theaters experiences we all had. Like what kind oh, of yeah, crowd? Yeah. So uh, building off of that, I've I've as mentioned, seen it three times. I didn't like the movie at all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I sure. went Thursday night at a nine o'clock showing, and that was like apex experience. Yeah, like, that was the Thursday super intense crowd. Yes, Re- we. By the way, Imran, I did not go to the Village oh, Cross. Oh, you didn't? Okay. We switched up. I had to go to uh, the Regal and Logan Square. So. Okay, okay. But super intense crowd, clapping at all the right moment, like just like the energy was amazing. Then I saw it Saturday morning because that was the only tickets my friends could get that crowd was a, was still pretty into it also at that regal in 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 um, L- L- logan square yeah. already that like at 10am the like concession stand there was energy at 10am for wow. like with the concession stands and all that and then as mentioned i saw it again today monday at 4 but um a little bit younger of a crowd not as like cheery less
0: cheering right but
3: still cheery yeah. like the all three crowds Obviously got progressively less cheery, but yeah. there were still like moments in the movie, obviously that will go over. yeah, yep. prompted responses.
0: same thing. Thursday, I saw it Thursday evening. That was the most times an audience has cheered in a movie I've been in in a long time, multiple times. great energy. And then I saw it Sunday afternoon, less cheery, some you know, some of the bigger moments still, there was applauses and gasps, but it wasn't that Thursday was amazing.
1: That was yeah, just an amazing.
3: was an amazing experience for me.
1: Um, this, you the only seen it once? I only saw hour? it once. I only saw it on Saturday. I contemplated trying to see if I could get into it again today, mm. but then uh, work wound up running late, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to go see the movie, get dinner, and be ready for the podcast in time. I'm glad you sacrificed. So I said, I said, never mind. I'll see it once, and I'll be that guy. Uh, the Saturday morning crowd was a definitely a mix of families and young kids and, uh, people in their 20s and 30s who just couldn't get earlier tickets. Mm. Uh, I would say the first big moment that there was any kind of cheers or anything of that nature was the bridge fight with, uh, Doc Ock. Mm. That was the point where I had the, the six foot five guy next to me and his friend who was with him was when I first started getting the, oh, Oh, shit from them during a fight <laughs> Holy shit
0: let me just break down these numbers though real quick because this is fucking crazy shit with that 260 million dollar opening it on, by the end of Friday it had already made 121 million dollars with the Thursday previews that is the second best opening day in the history of domestic box office it is obviously the biggest pandemic opening second best domestic opening ever sitting in between Endgame and Infinity War third biggest worldwide opening the biggest worldwide opening of all time for sony's columbia pictures the biggest december opening of all time it is now one of eight movies that has opened above 200 million dollar domestic oh shit. those are some fucking crazy records right
1: the here. the one thing i will request as we go through talking about the movie is that we all point out when we get to it the moment that we had the biggest crowd reaction in the, in our theaters.
0: Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yes, I, I remember that. Uh, this movie, directed by the same team that did the other two movies, John Watts directing, written by Chris McKenna, Eric Summers, same creative team for all three movies. It's important. We'll get into the cast. You know who's in the fucking movie? They've been in all the movies. You're Tom Holland. You're Zendaya. Anthony, plot me on this one. How would you explain what happens in this movie? So, the movie
3: picks up right where we left off with uh, Far From Home, where Spider Man has been revealed to be Peter Parker and Mysterio has framed him, and J. Jonah Jameson's going nuts. So, Peter Parker revealed as Spider Man. He's in a pickle here because everyone is not only like trying to get up in his business, but they're getting up in his friend's business, his family's business, and half the people think he's a murderer. Yeah. So,. He's kind of stuck in a bind here, not only just for himself, but more so because of his friends and the, the plight they're going through. So he decides to talk to Doctor Strange about reversing this thing, and they can't do it with the Time Stone, so they talk about doing a Forgetting Spell, and in the midst of the Forgetting Spell, Peter Parker screws it up, and all the villains come over from the multiverse and ripples happen and there's madness because now there are villains from different Spider-Man universes that have to be cleaned up and sent packing and go home
0: and I'll leave it at that. Okay. I don't opening thoughts. Who wants
1: to go first? Our guest Delhauer.
3: Okay. Our guest.
1: I hate (laughs) how much I fucking loved this movie. (laughs) Uh. This was some of the most fun I have had in a movie theater in a long time. This is probably the most comic book movie I have ever seen since Spider-Man Into the Mm. Mm -hmm. Spider-Verse. This movie has done so much more for the live action comic book movie and the live action Spider-Man movie than I have seen in the past. And it has done things I never expected I would be able to feel. Such as saying, Andrew Garfield might have been the best part of this whole fucking movie. Isn't that, isn't that amazing to think about how great he was? <laughs> Beyond that, um, I could easily nitpick some things and pick on you know plot holes or whatever it is. But the truth of the matter is, this is a movie that took the Disney reactionary style of filmmaking. To fan response and actually used that mixed with nostalgia and did it in a way that was not insulting.
0: Yeah. Did it in a way that it enhanced the characters and the story and it wasn't, yeah. to the point that, fucking cash that
1: grab. it felt like by the end of this movie, we have had the most Spider Man version of Spider Man on film.
0: Fucking amazing, Anthony.
1: I
3: mean, I agree with everything Nerdhauer said. I like that I'm referring to him as Nerdhauer. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. This movie, first off, was an amazing experience. Awesome experience. I haven't felt like that since Endgame, which has only been two years. Yeah. But with COVID, that's felt like a lifetime ago. An amazing theater experience. As as Nerd Nerdhauer's mentioned no, the you know the movie. I, I will say the movie has a very clunky setup that you can poke a lot of holes in, and people are acting in ways because the plot wants them to act that way. And if they just had a conversation, none of this would have happened. And there's lots of holes there that you could point you know point at and, and try to patch up. That would have been better. But the second half of this movie, once the villains come over and they start interacting and you know, you get all the, the surprises and the moments and the emotion. I mean, the second half of this movie is so awesome and so freaking good and so emotional and much more emotional than you would expect. And much, you know, the, you talk about fan service. This was fan service done right. Yeah. It was meant to progress Peter Parker's character, Tom Holland's character. And by the end of the film, I was left with just so many different emotions of – happiness yet sadness yet fatigue just tired from the film like i'd run through the gamut of emotions you could run through a through a possible film and it the movie accomplished what a lot of people including like rug boy and maybe a little bit of uh, you know some of us have been saying in that this version of peter parker we've been getting he's good but he's really just teenage superhero he's not peter parker But by the end of this film, he is transformed into a Peter Parker that everybody can recognize, and a Peter Parker that a a character that's much better placed for the future. Or if you just want to end it right here, yeah, like he's in a great place. So we can jump into all the like moments throughout this film. But I'll say it it was a a freaking awesome experience. It's probably a better, I I, you know, like the film. If you want to like really critique it. The film has its, its issues, but the way it made me feel was so amazing, pun intended that I can look over all of that and I just I love the fucking movie. It's so good. it's so fucking good.
0: yeah, I mean, I was squealing in my seat like a little girl for most of this movie and then I, when it was I was just like wow. They fucking did it. They did a live-action Spider-Verse. Turns out we were watching a three-movie origin story of Peter Parker. At the end of it, they fucking fixed everything that I we were complaining about. Leave him where I wanted him in the beginning, but now we have him at a place where he is on his own, and he's an adult and the, a new beginning. And I'm like, you're right. You could recast him, or you could go with Tom Holland. Like, there's so many things. But... Dude, or you could just leave it. Or you could just leave it and do another story. But this is like, and they pulled it End Game. Whereas End Game was ten years of culmination payoff. This is literally twenty years of Spider Man movies on screen, and the the way they made a tribute and and honored these characters and enhanced these characters, and of course, you know, you know the big surprise. The Sony didn't put in their marketing. Everybody knows Toby and Andrew. The thing they did with both of them especially with andrew garfield who got a shit second movie and the his parts made me cry literally oh, yeah. brought me to tears every time he's talking about the shit he went through but even john watts i got a hand to him his direction became more confident every movie that one shot of peter in the rain is great and tom holland it's got so much better he's so great in this role uh, and like you said, it was fan service cameos, but it was more than cameos. They were integral to the plot. In fact, uh, William Dafoe was like, I don't want to come back as Green Goblin if it's just a cameo. I want a bigger part, and I want to do my own stunts. And he got – and I wasn't expecting Toby and Andrew to be in it that much. But the minute they get in, I love that whole back half of the movie, that third act.
3: Let's let's do it like this because this movie, movie is so – jam-packed it's, with it's things. So much, so much <laughs> shit happens. So th- much I shit think, happens in this movie. I, that I think, Imran, although I hate when we do this, I think in this movie, we should just recap the plot and talk about it. Okay. Like, in order of things happening. Because if we jump to the end, like it's going to go
2: all over. It's yeah. going to be so
0: hard. So uh, let's start with um, the, <laughs> the two-minute, and it was like a one-take shot, if you notice, in the apartment uh, as uh, oh, yes. happy, happy and 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 Aunt may have broken up and Tom's there taking his clothes off. I love that two-minute shot, Um, but this is where it starts and leading into the MIT situation. I also love this, that it's fucking up his friends' lives.
3: Well, there's also a little fun little bit there with... Aunt May walking in, and it looks like they're having yeah, sex. He's
1: he's in his bedroom, and he's he's unclothed, and she's not. It's oh God, I'm so sorry, but also I hope you're being safe. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: this, are you safe? And then she's like, "Oh MJ,
1: hi, how yeah, are you, you must be MJ. Yeah, <laughs> you must be." Uh, which is like spot on
3: for the character. Like they were doing. Oh, they never been, met before. So, yeah, they never met. Yeah. But it's like this is the teenage Peter Parker. It took me to, to, to that moment that, that I
1: realized. May and MJ have never met in person. Yeah. That's the
0: first time he, she meets her. That's crazy. So he does get, have to, he gets a, not arrested, but you see a a department of damage control.
1: Yeah,
0: they do arrest him. They
1: do arrest him. So, um, I think, I think there's a certain part of this whole entire first act that we need to get to right away. Uh, it may have been spoiled for some people and I feel bad that it was, but there is a cameo in this movie. Very similar to the fact that we got Vincent D'Onofrio oh, in yeah. Hawkeye.
0: Yep, it was a very early, and this
3: came so quick and early. Th- this was the first moment my theater cheer. Me too. When, this was the when, first when big cheer when they yes. when you see the stick, when you see the walking Get stick and then it's red, yeah. and it pans up and it's it's Charlie Fucking Cox's Charlie Daredevil. Charlie
0: Cox, holy it's, shit!
3: It's the the oh, my shit. crowd went wild. Yeah, the, right um, away. It's a co- wholly unnecessary cameo. It's actually, a f- no, this no, no, is most, no, no, no. the most fan servicey so, thing they did in the entire I'm going to
1: argue this with you right here. Okay. I don't consider this one fan y for the fact that having Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock show up to be the lawyer of superheroes as he is in the comics. Makes sense. This <laughs> is the world of Marvel. It makes well, they, it a living and breathing world in the fact that we are now accepting the idea that when Spider-Man is being brought to court, Matt lawyer. Murdock makes it his point to be the lawyer.
3: Well, the only thing I'd say is I didn't not that I didn't like it, but the Matt Murdock that we've established in Netflix is a lawyer for poor people.
1: Oh, he's a lawyer for are. people
3: that. Well, no, they're, they're staying with Happy Hogan, but Happy, happy Hogan, Hogan is writ, uh, happy
1: Hogan might have money. They don't. And he actively tells Happy to get his own lawyer when he's that's in right. trouble. That's, yeah, that's he's fair. like,
0: you're going to need
3: a good lawyer. I thought it was a little fan service-y, but I loved it. Well, don't Especially me because
1: the I'm a very good lawyer moment. Oh, that's such a great. The brick that, comes I through think it it that was it. actually the first time when I had that? people freak out in the, 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 the theater. There was a few was people hilarious. who recognized that it was Charlie Cox and he was playing Matt Murdoch. But when he caught the brick that got hurled through the window of the apartment that was when you had people go, oh, oh
0: shit, shit! Yeah, our theater right away. The minute he popped on, people were ready. Like it's so interesting what people react to because I'm wondering how many people didn't know any of this was going to happen
3: at we, all. I knew it was kind of going to happen, yeah. but it was still like a no. I was hoping I didn't have that spoiled. For yeah,
0: me. no, I didn't either. I was hoping they were going to do it, and then to, for them to do it so early in the movie, I was like, oh shit, it's Charlie Cox. up. Okay. I didn't
1: have Charlie Cox spoiled for me in a way where like somebody posted a thing that was like, hey, look at Charlie Cox on the set. What it got, it got spoiled for me in a TikTok video, reacting to the the idea that it got spoiled.
0: Oh no! And I was like scrolling, and
1: it was literally a sketch where it was like the guy was playing, you know, uh, somebody who worked for the marketing team for Marvel, and then he also walks in playing Kevin Feige, being like, "You fucking ruined the fact that Charlie Cox is in the movie." And I was like, "Oh, I guess, I guess that leaked Mm. then." Rate.
3: yeah i heard tiktok was a bad TikTok place is to be bad.
1: I, a th- once once we got into the week before it the movie came out i had to delete it off my phone
0: the whole hmm. end scene like 10 minutes of that battle is on youtube like straight up youtube like a third of the movie is already on youtube you could just it has korean subtitles i think and so you here's can just watch it. it in ask. english yeah.
1: if anybody knows where i can find it i want to find now this is jumping very far ahead but just because it's on my mind and with adhd i won't remember it later I want someone to find me the mid credit scene again. Yeah, uh, because the character who shows up in that the accent he has in that scene uh-huh. is not only does it feel like it is different from what we have heard previously from this character it probably is. It sounds exactly like somebody else. And I remember being in the theater. And when I was in the theater, I said, that sounds like somebody. And now, for the life of me, I can't remember who it was. (laughs) Moving forward, let's continue.
3: So, you want to do the narration, Imran, or no? Where are we
1: going to go next? We find out
0: MJ's last name is Watson for whatever. No, that that doesn't matter. Who cares? Didn't we know that Easter egg? No, they never
1: said it. Oh well, uh, technically, her last name is Jones Watson. Jones Jones -Watson, Watson. Yeah,
3: yeah. So, as Imran mentions the thing that really puts this over the top is that his his friends can't get an MIT which i liked yeah i love that it's not about it's not about peter yeah. it's about his friends really so he goes to doctor strange to cast a spell as i mentioned in my synopsis this is probably the weakest part of the movie yeah. in terms of like actual plot because he goes to doctor strange he asks first to reverse time and doctor strange is like dude the only time we reverse <laughs> yeah. time was like we needed to save the universe not he, for your yeah. fucking
1: thing here by the way <laughs> i don't they... even have it anymore yeah he's like right. i don't
3: have the stone but then they go like, oh, to yeah. this forgetting spell which arguably could be a worse violation yeah. of human rights yeah. Yeah. to just oh, no.
1: be like this is
3: erase people's memory Th- this is oh, one of those things where yet. like
1: these are those moments when the U.N. needs to get involved.
2: Ah. Right. Like,
1: we right. we created the Sokovia Accords because a country got pulled out of the ground and dropped to the Earth as a meteor. Uh, this is literally deciding we're going to brainwash the globe. Right.
3: Right. So we get into the spell. Obviously, Peter Parker is screwing it up because... They don't have a conversation beforehand about the parameters oh, yes. of this
0: spell. <laughs> it's like, stop doing this mid cast. It's not well, helpful. If they would have just talked.
1: Right. Well, first, if, I mean, if we, had, got a, if if we be, had a kickoff meeting. Right. <laughs> We're, like
3: You can kind of be like, okay, Peter's a kid and he's impulsive. Yeah, but Strange so maybe, should have been fucking known doc,
1: better. Yeah, but Dr. Strange should have definitely known better. He's not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore.
2: The, which only, is also yeah,
1: the only other thing I could think is because he's not Sorcerer Supreme anymore for having been yeah. blipped for five years, yeah. he's butthurt at the idea that he doesn't have any real authority. Yes. So this is his mm. chance to show off again at how great he is at what he does. And dives in headfirst just to be that bitch.
0: That's a very Doctor Strange thing to do. I right? almost buy it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's a it. It's by all by all accounts, it's the worst part. Yeah. It's the it's a very clunky setup no, to get it's, to multiverse. It's, it's a
1: rough way to get to a story.
3: Yeah, but this is the but, spell that breaks everything. So this open. is the the spell breaks the breaks reality. Doctor Strange then goes. You could have just talked to them. <laughs> He's like, to, wait, I could do you that? you ever think about <laughs> calling like, MIT? You
0: didn't call them before you decided to brainwash the universe?
3: Now, which is another, like, a oh, doctor, you could have just told them that. Yeah. Very quick point that
1: got brought up on YouTube, again, from uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. In this universe, do you know who the most uh, renowned graduate of MIT is? It's uh, Howard Stark. It's Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Uh, you're telling me that the kid who had an internship at Tony's company—they're not gonna let you in. Just can't of this go shit and maybe talk to Pepper Potts and say, "Hey, can you call MIT and say, like, maybe you'll offer a brand new wing to their science department if they make Spider-Man and his friends alumni?"
0: Probably. He's got to save the admissions there's lady. The,
1: like he's got there's so lot, many connections, and he the, his first yeah. idea is magic. <laughs> well, that. Yeah, not
3: only that, and that, but then like his next idea is, well, I'm going to talk to the dean. Well, the
0: dean's not there. I'm going to find her on the hot.
3: I'm, I'm
2: going to go check her out on the way to the, the How airport. How do you find
0: someone on the New York expressway like that? But, I don't. Know. So that's you know okay. So this is a setup to bring in Doc.
3: Mm-hmm. And Straight, and this,
1: strange says the spell didn't work right yeah he says he can it before it work. caused any damage
0: yeah and he puts right. it in a little uh prism like like we Correct. saw in what if
3: so this next moment is when my crowd also went yes wild. this
0: was a cheer moment absolutely
3: and but i want to point out this is the first time they establish what is going to be important later which is they're immersing you in his spider sense yeah yeah. where they go make they make
1: a noise and the sound yeah. kind of looks a little off. I have to say off. I love the way they handle spider sense in worked. these movies. Yeah. I it's just it, like yeah. a
0: high pitch frequency like, ringing. The
1: the hair standing on end in in a uh, uh, Infinity War. Yeah. I did mm. like but yeah. like the the high pitched frequency yeah. where he just suddenly realizes like oh shit's wrong right now. Yeah, everything just thought is out. It's so well done.
3: It, it be, I like that. I agree. I think it, it's well done because it makes you, as an audience member, feel what he's feeling. Exactly. But you're also kind of disoriented. Because like, yeah,
1: it's 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 a sound happening. where when you hear it, you're like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like right. that. So th- there's obviously something going on.
0: Dude, right. Alfred Molina looked great. This is a brutal Doc Ock. He starts smashing things right away. He's just like, where's my machine? And Peter's like, well, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what you're talking about.
3: He's the Doc Ock when he's
0: still when the, the uh, mind yeah when the, arm, the, yeah, the, the neural chip is broken and he's he's so mad and he's so good and there's he's hilarious when he's mad and then some of the lines he has later he's just like who is this clown what, are you, what, what is his birthday party what's going on here uh but <laughs> that but the whole nanotech bit was also hilarious that he sucked the nanotech and then peter suit is just like New device detected. Do you want a pair? Yeah. He blew Bluetooth pairs to the so goods. <laughs> th-
3: this moment, so this leading into the reveal of Green Goblin.
0: That was another cheer moment.
3: That was a cheer moment yeah. for me as well. Not for me personally, but my crowd. Mm-hmm. But this this both of those moments, and this was again, this isn't spoiled. This is all on the trailer. Yep. But in those two moments, I literally looked at my friend and I go, This is surreal. Yeah. It's wild. And, and, to and, see it. and th- th- it's surreal because Similar, I'm sure Nerd Howard can relate. Like those early Spider-Man movies were in our teens. Yeah, early, like,
2: The original very, Spider-Man like, movie came movie. out when I was yeah.
1: 13 years old. Twenty those,
2: years ago.
3: Yeah, those are like those movies. Like wrote the blueprint that, for like what was to come. And those movies, like those movies, were like treading new, like new lands. Like we were, we would never thought we would see no. Spider-Man on the big screen like that. To
1: the, to the so, point. That one of the things I thought when we get like I'll, I'll skip ahead for a second just to kind of Go jump on, on to, to uh, Anthony's point when we get all the way towards the, the third act and we are at the Statue of Liberty and there's a moment where um, Spider-Man like web swings his way up to the top of the Statue of Liberty. He does this bit where he webs to the spike of the crown and does like a wrap around yeah. and lands on the spike of the crown. And I looked at my brother and I said, that's a shot from the original X-Men movie. Oh, that's when, that's when fucking Wolverine is fighting Sabretooth on oh, the top of the great. Liberty on top of the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And, he like spins and around. I immediately went, Oh my God, are they going to bring the X-Men into this movie? I, I thought that for a hot second. <laughs> now granted, it d- didn't happen. spoiler alert. No, they don't. No. But the, what they had done in this movie up until that point, Fucking anything was possible by now. That's true. And that is exactly what you feel when you're in that bridge fight is that not only do they bring in Doc Ock and yes, the trailers revealed Doc Ock's going to be in this movie. The trailers reveal, yeah, we're going to get the Green Goblin. The big thing about that bridge fight that is so surreal, but also so engaging is the choreography of the fight we get the fights between Spider-Man and Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2 are awesome, but they are limited by the technology of what they could make in a film in 2004 Right, right. versus what 2021 can do with the technology and the CGI. This shit was mind blowing on how they could have the two of them interact in this battle.
0: I mean, it's all and it's crazy is Molina had like actual uh puppet arms. So that's how they had to do it. And he's like, no, this time, of course, it's all CGI, but it looks so it
1: looks it like and that's the thing. It, I will admit, yeah, at times it feels like, you know, the CGI kind of takes away the weight and the, the realism of some things. But again, it's a comic book movie. Yeah, I'm not here for realism. If I was, I would have been yelling about the fact that this kid got bit by a spider who was radioactive. That would have killed him. I don't care. This shit is literally taking moments from my childhood, both in the movies and the comic books that I have read and they are now coming to life in front of me on a giant fucking screen. So I am 32 years old sitting in this movie theater and I feel (laughs) like I'm nine.
2: Oh
3: my God. So at this point, green goblin is about to appear and
0: and and this is like the only time we see him in his full and you see him in the power with ranger, the power outfit. ranger and, it's, and it's not long he's approaching no it's not long
3: but then dr strange comes in and basically gets you out of that moment so you yeah. don't get your green Goblin no, fight now and this is the part where we learn that multiversal characters are coming over and they because the spell got screwed up. It's now anybody that knew Peter Parker was Spider Man is coming over, which is a little bit of a plot hole because Electro never found that. Yeah, out I in didn't his movie. Yeah, we even, um, we even. We talk about it in the yeah. movie.
0: Yeah, he mentions it in the movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, he didn't know that either. But you know, we'll allow, it's it, fine. we'll allow it. So, so the mission now of the movie at this point is Peter Parker's got to clean this up, or as they call it, Scooby Doo this if shit. I, if Scooby-Doo I make quote uh, my shit.
1: girlfriend Bonner, here comes the plot.
3: <laughs> yeah. and peter's gonna do this with his team of ned and mj and we get a little tease here that ned is magical he makes a little he makes a little reference to dr strange that his grandma had said that they always had magic in the family and yeah. dr strange yeah. just completely blows him off yeah.
1: you know like a white man would <laughs> <Yes>.
3: <laughs> so this is the point where okay spider-man's going to collect the villains yeah. And we meet Electro again. We meet
1: Sandman. I love how he
0: meets Sandman because Flint is helping him in the beginning. Great. He goes,
1: Great. Uh, It's me, Flint. What's going on? So, the, the question that I have is this so far, what we have come to find is Doc Ock pulled from the past or pulled from a different dimension, I should say. Mm hmm. At a point where it's probably around the time of the warehouse fight at the end of Spider-Man 2. Yeah,
0: that's when he said he had him by the throat and then
2: he right. was
1: there. Uh, Green Goblin, as far as we can tell, obviously before he died in Spider-Man yeah. 1. Yeah. You know, a little bit before that. Who knows?
3: One real quick thing. Yeah. The lizard has shown up as well. Right, already. right, right. Yeah, they he's already, he's already been pulled
1: in, which, yep. by the way, um, here's. All right. So another quick question for you guys. Do you prefer the way Lizard looks in this movie compared to Amazing Spider-Man? I thought the Lizard kind of looked like shit in this movie. I was like, why does the Lizard look like shit in this movie? They could have made him look
0: a little, I don't know, he I don't
1: looked, know. He looked okay it's to me. Right. The
3: only difference I noticed was he had red eyes instead of yellow. Yeah,
1: I I I felt like as they did with a lot of stuff in that first Amazing Spider-Man movie, he was definitely darker looking. Yeah. In just coloration in general i do think i liked him better in the amazing spider-man movie Maybe. but it doesn't really matter anyway yeah, um it doesn't really matter we then learn in a little bit that that basically the the moment that uh electro gets pulled into the uh this universe is like right at the end of his moment in he comes amazing in Spider-Man blue too.
0: and i love it. he comes in blue yeah and the energy changes it to yellow and he digs the energy here and uh,
1: th- uh that part's crazy the question i have is with flint marco is this mm-hmm. like right after spider-man 3 well he because he no I,
3: die no i think it's right at the end when flint and and toby both have that conversation and flint goes i didn't like basically kill your dad or your, your uncle ben
1: or like i didn't mean purpose. to like, or panicked, whatever
3: it was yeah, yeah. right right because th- you're getting a Flint Marco that's obviously yeah. been and that like because that's the thing is when he is first shows lady. up
1: he's like hey it's me it's Flint Marco I'm yeah. here to help you and he's yeah. like oh cool right. great let's work together he's like I'm not your Spider and then Man. it's like the moment that he reveals like oh I'm not the same Peter Parker he's like I don't fucking trust you <laughs> well then he, yeah well, he has the zap him no, back well
3: there, there's a little moment there that I liked that reveals like Flint's like distrust because he go because oh Peter yes. zaps Electro right. and Flint goes Did you kill him. Did you kill did him? Two them, yeah. yeah. Like, what did you do with yeah. him? And he's like, "You got to trust me." He's like, "I don't trust I don't you. Even I don't know even you." Know you. Yeah, yeah, that's a Which good is, point. I'm like, "That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a nice line right there." And then obviously they get zapped over. I
1: will say another one of my favorite lines from this movie. So when when he's fighting Electro and he's trying to figure out how to take him out, like he goes to initially hit him with the the. The, the Doctor Strange, you know, uh, transport gun that's on his yeah, wrist. Right. And it oh, goes the right through him it because right he's right just pure energy. Yeah. And it, it grabs a tree, and the tree gets immediately transported into the, the jail <laughs> cell depressing. back in the dungeon. And then later on, after they finally get uh, Electro, and then he gets Sandman. And, like, most of them are revealing, I was a scientist who accidentally turned myself into a monster. You then have Ned message Spider-Man. He's like... Is so? Is this like just a tree, or is it a tree, a tree monster? Was it a scientist like, a, who turned himself it's into a tree? A tree. Dude. It's just a tree. Is it Groot? Just tree man. Oh, it's just okay. a tree
0: <laughs> But I. It's just a when tree. they're all captured and they all get to talk, like I love a lot oh, of that
1: these moments. Is so good. Oh so my god! It's so. Now good. that we've gotten to Electro, here's the first thing that I will say as uh the one who brought uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two yes. to the forefront for your podcast.
0: What the fuck happened, Okay.
1: This is such a different Max oh absolutely Oh, oh one hundred percent I don't even remember his last name Dylan Dylan Max, Max, Max Dylan yeah why is he like a cool all of a sudden it's this is the fact where they've decided we're just gonna go ahead and let Jamie Fox decide who his character is, yeah, and on top of that, we'll talk about it more as we get throughout the movie, but it's one of those things where um they have found a way to make it that everybody in this movie is not only having fun, but likes the character they're playing. Right. Um, and I think I'll talk about it at the end when we start comparing to a few other things, but I think that is the, that is one of the major differences you see. Jamie Foxx is having fun yeah, he's having in this movie.
3: This he's, I mean, L- let me, let me piggyback on that just real quick and I'll probably bring it up again later. But I think they did a really good job of not maybe maybe or just the collective cast all seems like they decided, hey, like this is kind of like a special movie for a lot of people. And we're not just going to collect paychecks like we're all going to act.
1: That is that we're all going to get after. Funny enough, that's exactly what I was going to bring up later on. It feels like when you go back and you look at Amazing Spider-Man 2. That was a movie in which an entire cast said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do this movie so we can get paid because the studio said we're going to go ahead and make this movie so we can hold on to the rights for this character. You then get into this movie, and it's very obvious that everyone involved is not here because they're getting paid enough money, except maybe Tobey Maguire, Hmm. but. There are a lot of them. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the people who are on this movie are here because not only are they getting paid, they enjoy the movie, they enjoy the script, they enjoy the people making it, and they are enjoying doing it. Yeah, they
3: trusted the yeah. creators and the creative. So spe- speaking of someone enjoying doing it, Defoe sorry. was fucking William, having a Defoe, fall. So Willem Defoe gets revealed here, more without his mm-hmm. mask, and. He is back to Norman, and he's looking for help. And I love the scene that where he's at. He finds Aunt May because he sees a Spider-Man sign at that, that feast, feast joint, yeah. and he—that's the only place he knows that he could maybe get some help. And he's having a conversation with Aunt May, and he's super lost. And you and you learn again, you relearn like how tragic that character yeah, is yeah. in this scene because he's so lost, like. He's so lost because the goblin persona takes over, but he's even more lost now because he's in a different he's fucking. Like, Oscorp universe. Oscorp
1: doesn't exist. There's somebody in my house. The moment the moment that got me is he says, Oscorp doesn't exist. There's somebody living oh, in my, my house. Son. And then there's a pause. He goes, My son. Yeah. He just says And my then son. he can't even bring himself to yeah. finish the statement yeah. of like, my son doesn't exist. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's it's a great it's a it's a great little scene of character. And this is where May is, starts to become Uncle Ben, yep, right? Because yep. she says to him, she says to Peter, he's lost. And it's not the cosmos. He's lost in his mind. And Peter brings up how they just got to send him back. And she's like, send him back. Like, no, you got to help them. Like, what, you, what, you, what are you talking about? She's like, he's like, no, this is what's best. He's like, what's best for you? Or what's best for them? Yeah.
0: Meanwhile, she plants that seed. Yeah. In the
3: background yeah. of
1: that scene oh yeah he's stealing is all the food doing he's some of the greatest the improv like comedy like he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pocketing bagels
3: <laughs> bagels by the way this is also the point where they're making willem dafoe look more close to the goblin of the comics purple hoodie because he's got a purple hoodie, got a purple green hoodie coat. and a green overcoat green it looks, it looks trench great. Coat
1: that he's wearing Yeah. oh fuck yeah, i mean that's a, it ended
0: up looking great so they, when they bring him back to all the others, uh, this like you said, she plants the seed, and you know at this point, Strange has built the box with the spell to send them back. But Peter's like, no, we can cure them, we can help them, we should help wait, them. Wait, wait, wait! Before you get into that, the the, the banter. Oh, the banter's
3: great uh, between the villains, and the fact that, like the the bond that Octavius and Osborne yeah. have. Yeah. Even though they never had met yeah. in the the, the original in those movies, yeah, yeah, in those movies, but they, but you know, obviously they knew of They're each other. Scientists,
0: they respect each other. Now, well, but that that little bond yeah, they had
3: yeah. and their interactions, I never know. I, I didn't even know I wanted. Right, you guys,
1: you guys have played the the Spider Man game on on PlayStation. Yes? I have, yes. Anthony, have you at least seen anything? I of play, yeah, I've seen it in play. Okay, it. so the thing that I loved about it was the fact that this was a, a situation where if you could even bring an inkling of the communi- of the, the 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 character connection from that game into this, yeah, to have that moment where you think to yourself, if there is anything that Otto Octavius got to relish in before he went on his whole "I'm now a villain" thing, it was the death of of Osborne. Because, obviously, in his mind, Osborne was uh, a hack who went in through all that kind of stuff. But to even be able to see it from another side where it's literally just the idea of, like, this was a man who was another scientist I kind of knew about. He was brilliant. He did these things. And then he died because he became a monster. And he judges Osborne for that Mm -hmm. as he stands there the exact same thing yes well that's why i wanted let me build up the scene a little more because for me this
3: this moment in the film is when the film turns from like kind of just you're seeing things happen for the sake of seeing things happen to like oh my god this is a fucking spider-man movie because they're talking osborne and uh fucking uh ock you know electro and lizard are kind of like talking about like oh like we i knew you you knew me and then freaking flint points out hey you both die it's you both actually go home you both die disgracefully at the hands of spider-man and peter's like thinking about all this and dr strange shows up to like send them back and this is the part where the movie actually gets interesting at least in my opinion because Uh, The conflict here is a moral conflict. It's not a plot conflict. It's a conflict of each of their individual personalities. Doctor Mm -hmm. Strange is thinking about the big picture, the multiverse and the ramifications of having these people here and their sacrifice meaning, in the grand scheme of things, meaning a lot more. But Peter, his character is solely built on, I'm sending them to die. And if I have a chance to help them, It doesn't matter if it's one person or five people or if they're villains or if this is possibly going to fracture the multiverse. I have to help them. And they're both not
1: wrong.
0: That's
3: true. The thing The thing that
1: I find so interesting about this, there is a version of this movie you could have written that would have been so safe and so easy. And it would have been Peter has to track down all these villains He gets to have his action piece fighting each of them. And then by the end, he gets to find a way to, boom, press the button, send them back to their own universe. And that's it. But instead, what we do is we put him in a situation where he has to face all of them as they come to the realization that in their own universe, at some point or another, Spider-Man kills them. And we have yet to see Andrew or Toby in any fashion so as far as Peter understands there's another version of exactly him out there that at some point kills every one of these people and he cannot fathom and will not tolerate that concept it's
0: brilliant because
1: I was going back and forth between both of the motivations
0: I was like why are you trying to save him, Peter? Just let him go. All this will be over. Doctor Strange is right, but I'm like, no. You got if he can cure him. If he can cure him, he's got to try to cure him. And I was going back and forth. And and May sets that up, and yeah. you hear the line later. But she's
3: like, "You help them. It's what we do. Yeah, we help them. Yeah, and that's so powerful. And that's like that makes the th- the plot so much more interesting. So obviously, there's a little battle between Doctor Strange and and Spider Man. Did you guys have any? comments on that battle where they fight in the mirror well, the dimension whole mirror dimension and we, get, uh, we get
0: our inception-esque it's it was fun it looked great uh i oh i did love when he knocks him out of his body into the astral projection <laughs> his fucking spider sense still is working. still reacting yeah, that and awesome. that was like oh my and then that was very and then you clever get to see the spider sense in the air you know you see the little air wiggles bending the yes, air Yes, you do so this was very surprising because Strange is like this should not be possible, and he swims back to his body. Well, I, I love like, his line where he goes, sense "I love where he going. goes. Am I in heaven?
1: Am I in, am I <laughs> Did dead? you just kill me? Yeah."
0: But that just tells you, like, how is that? Is Spidey that powerful that he's done something that like throws him off? The fight in the mirror dimension is fucking fantastic. Right, he figures out it's geometry. Mm. He's like, "That's Archimedes spiral." I don't mind if I can do so math. So
1: this is the beginning. Of one of the things that I'm so happy this movie did. Spider-Man is fucking smart. Yeah, mm. he probably uses some smart. They use a lot of smarts in this. It's like there are there are so many instances in this movie where we get to see that Peter Parker is literally a genius. And that is one of the big things we need to know about him. He's, he, It's not just that it's some dopey kid got bit by a spider and now yeah. he gets to be a superhero. I
0: mean, they're applying to MIT
1: for fuck. Yeah, you got they're applying to MIT. It means something. But it, it's, it's hinted at here and there in the mm-hmm. past two movies. No, and, yeah. you know, throughout literally throughout every Spider-Man movie, we've gotten maybe a little bit about like, yes, Peter Parker is smarter than the average bear. This is the movie where we get to see all of them be scientists they, they
0: did a lot of things that needed to be done in this movie it's also this is also this moment is a great it's kind of I don't know if it's clever it's a little for but the way to get Doctor Strange out of the yeah, picture we, we got to write, out. So gotta write him out so what are we going to do
3: but the but the thing is they write him out in a way that enhances Peter's character yeah yeah, yeah. and it's as Delhauer mentioned it's also the first time we've seen Peter be smart, or at least in my opinion one of the first time we've seen Peter be smart yeah. without Tony's help yeah. He's doing yes. it on his own. Yeah, he's not true. using Tony tech. He's like, yeah, "Geometry,
0: you're great at geometry. Oh, you know yeah, geometry." We, we, we didn't even touch on like that. Black suit it was just his suit inside, inside out. out. Like yeah, I yeah, thought, thought it was going to be
1: new tech. It's just inside out because I like, got paint on it. I
0: thought
3: that was funny. <laughs> because I, somebody
0: they, threw
1: fucking Nickelodeon they, slime they, on him.
3: They literally <laughs> trolled the entire audience. Like, oh, yeah.
1: this cool black suit.
2: It's yeah, a magical just, suit. It's, it's a magic suit that he gets from
1: Doctor Strange. No. Uh, he just get it's so not even designed to, to specifically to battle electro it's just inside out <laughs> it, yeah it's great it's so great so obviously he locks in dr strange in the mirror dimension and steals his sling ring and which oh yeah is big, grabs
3: the sling ring that gets the yeah. sling ring from him and we're at the point now where he's like i think i can help you guys you guys got to trust me now norman does the line of I'm something of a scientist myself.
0: Oh, that people would crowd crowd to the, nuts. Dude, we people, gotta throw yeah, in the meme nuts.
1: for the kids. Yeah, the oh, crowd yeah. went crazy in my So
3: theory. Uh, Osborne Osborne in th- I want to recap, so Osborne in this version of himself is down to help.
1: He doesn't want to be the goblin.
3: Yeah, he's like, Yes, like I will I I'm I'm down. Doc Ock is very, very skeptical. Yeah. Electro is also kind of skeptical. He's like, I like my power here. Yeah, yeah. Lizard this is the is,
1: first time he gets to feel like a somebody.
3: Right, right. He gets his body back and he's not doesn't have a comb over.
1: Yes. Lizard and is he's also got a the, nice ass fade. <laughs> Lizard is
3: also like, uh, I don't know about this. Yeah, Sandman's like, I got to do what it takes to get home. Hundred so percent behind it. it. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, and but. Peter's holding over them. Basically, they're all like, well, if we don't go along with this, we're going to die. Yeah, so we're going to go it's, along and do it.
1: It's we agree with you or you press a button and you kill all yeah, of us. They right. don't really have a choice, so, which is one of them says we're going
3: to yeah. go to Happy Hogan's apartment with the yeah. magic box that can create anything.
0: The
1: fabricator. Now, <laughs> here is he what I think is probably one of my favorite concepts they have built for this is this is the moment where we get to see. Uh, a, a, a creation essentially in storytelling. And this is where we get to play into the audience perception of who Peter Parker is in the MCU. Up until this point, Peter Parker has solved all of his problems with Stark tech. And by having the fabricator from far from home in the back room of, of happy's condo, his thought is, I can use Stark Tech that can build and create any MacGuffin I need in order to save all of you and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And as he's going along, we get the the first instance in which he does create a cure for Doc Ock.
0: Yep. Just and it looks just like the Raimi little chip with the it, needles. It literally going into looks, the looks back. like
1: a like looks, looks like a little spider bot. Yeah. And he goes, he puts it on Doc Ock it knocks him out he thinks he's dead he thinks he's dead he thinks he's dead boom <laughs> yeah, he's back, back to being Otto Octavius yeah it worked it it, con, you know a congenial wonderful scientist that that loves Peter Parker and loves science
3: there, there's a couple lines there that I thought were really really like small but really key Osborne says to him basically like if you ever want a job you can like and you want to travel the <laughs> and multiverse. you're willing to
1: commute to another but, dimension. But <laughs> what,
3: what that line signifies is the Osborne of the Raimi universe is impressed by this Peter. He's and got, not even he's that. Got his, he's got his
1: respect. Because if you remember, in the in the Raimi universe, he loved Peter. He yeah, did. Yeah, more
0: than Harry. Right. And Harry he, hated that. Like,
1: he even said to him, he's like, Peter, you are so brilliant. You're wasting your potential being a photographer at a newspaper. Yeah. So this is his second chance to basically tell Peter, you're proving that you're a genius. Yeah, you're awesome. You're great at this. Right. You know, when he's when he's pulling the fucking, you know, AR technology bit and putting it in his hand to show him, you know, oh, this is where the broken ship is. And Osborne's looking at it like, did you just hand me a hologram? <laughs> what the fuck am I looking at?
3: Yeah, it's, it's, but it's so, like, it's a small, like, in that moment like, I knew Osborne was eventually going to turn. And I want to build that up in a second. Yeah. But in that moment, as an audience member, I was like, this is really cool. Well, I like seeing then, Osborne bond with this Peter. Even yeah. then,
1: this is this is what they have done in all three of these, these Tom Holland movies. This is the second time we have seen another scientist at a Tony Stark level. Now, in a fatherly figure moment mm. with this Peter. Mm-hmm. He wanted Tony to basically be his dad. He then wanted Quentin Beck to basically be his dad yeah, because he was another Tony. Oh, yeah. We're now Mm -hmm. seeing another scientist at a Tony Stark level who is treating him not only as an equal, but is saying, like, I'll take care of you, man. Mm -hmm. You want a job? You want to work in a a place if you're willing to cross dimensions. (laughs) I'll take care of you. Yeah, it's a,
3: it's a nice little moment there.
1: And so the other thing that I really liked is when they first get into the apartment, you have that moment when he's going to go boot up the the fabricator. That moment with uh, Electro, mm-hmm. when he just ha- he has like his own electric spider sense. Mm, yes. And he then he feels the arc reactor that is in the, the fabricator. And he's like, there's something of he's immense something. power back there and yeah, I like, wanna know, know what it is. it is. Well, because
3: Doc there's so many good lines. Like from this point on, I think we could quote almost all of. You probably could. Yes. Doc Ock is literally like, is he gonna like build something for us with like a box of scraps from a bachelor and yeah, Electro's like, no, he's got something there. Yeah. So you're 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 already built like you're already building the tension for Electro. He's like, Oh, there's there's stuff going on. But you we, can
0: tell Electro's digging well, this power so, too. So from this moment
1: And so so the one thing I want to add on, because I know what you're going to go to. Yes. The next person they do move on to is Electro. Yes. And what I love about the way that they visually build this scene is he creates what is essentially it looks like another arc reactor. Yeah. That gets placed on Electro's chest. And as time goes on, it's going to keep adding up these little green dots around the outside. And And once it's it's entirely lit up, it means it's going to pull the excess electricity out of you. You're going to be normal. Yeah. We now literally have a ticking clock. Yes, yeah, it's a ticking Unstable well, Norman Osborn. And before
3: you did that, you had got you you had gotten on a, such a high, right? Like Ock is cured. Ox yeah. cured. He yeah. can do this. He can save all of them. And Ock is now helping him, right? Ox like. What do you need? What do you need me? How can I oh, help? Yeah, that's right. How, can, how I can, I can I help? It's like so how can I help? So now get it's this Peter, done.
1: Ock, and, and Osborn. The, the yeah. true, the working, working trio as a trio nev-
3: that never, never that you never thought you would see. They're working together, right? Yeah. And Ock says the line that Osborne's like his po- Green Goblin persona kicks in. He goes, yeah. "You're gonna be made whole again." He's, he's like, feel? "You'll
1: lose your dark side."
3: yeah how does it feel you're gonna be whole and you
0: see the back of uh
3: yeah. of his head what so, does
1: he say what what does he answer i forget what he says he, I, says he, something. Tur- he turns around he goes i th- I think he says something along the lines of like i never thought it would happen yeah something doesn't even
0: you can hear the it's, goblin in his voice he at says
1: because he, he's ultimately he's like you're gonna lose your dark side and you see willem dafoe just freeze for a second yeah, yeah. and then he turns very slowly back to him and you're like Motherfucker. By the way,
3: so before before we get into the the tension of the scene, there is also a funny line where uh, Sandman and, Elect- and Electro are recounting how they became who they are. Yes. and they oh, both had yeah, like, fallen in into
0: things. Uh, and
3: Electro's, the... it's like it's silly, right? They both fell into things. Electro's like, gotta be careful where you fall. <laughs> no,
1: that's, that is very good. And there's a seat. There's a, a moment later on that they talk yes, about the same do. thing that yes. yeah. I really love. That concept.
3: Yeah. yeah. So. We're at, the, we're at this point now where you got the ticking time bomb with Electro, right? Or the ticking clock.
1: Yeah, the ticking
0: cure clock.
3: And Peter's fucking spider sense goes off. Yeah. And they're doing this. the whining sound and they slow motion. Like he's looking around, right? And he doesn't know what's going on. What
1: I, what I love is the, the way that they have the camera set up for this. Mm. Now, we've seen this in so many other films like um, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. Where it's that camera that is essentially attached to oh, the yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. Facing at them directly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. as they move, they're stationary. They are stationary and, throughout yeah, the, the entire is, scene, but the yeah. entire background and everything around them moves around them. As he gets up and he moves out of the back room and into the kitchen of the condominium, mm-hmm. and the sound drops and it's away, And he's just looking around, and everyone's like, yeah. what's wrong? What's yeah, going yeah. on? And he's like, everything gets muffled. I don't know. Yeah.
3: electro literally goes he why is he looking at me funny <laughs> and like ox is like what's going on and, and norman's moving around very and slowly moving slowly. towards
1: the robot and, arm and you're yeah.
3: literally in that moment and i've seen the movie three times every time i see
1: that moment i'm literally like oh fuck <laughs> like, it's shit it's is because to go the fact down. that oh, norman shit. norman is the reason this began hmm interacting with him and finding out well you're not you're not well Mm -hmm. leads to peter saying i need to cure all of you Mm -hmm. so to know that he is the reason this is going to go wrong he
0: is the most unstable and unpredictable of
1: all of them i know how dangerous he is when he is not norman osborne yeah Mm. this is gonna be some shit and
3: shit goes down as peter realizes it's norman webs him to the to the the robot uh, arm, the robot Tony Stark thing. Oh God! And what
1: was the name of the arm? Dummy, 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 e. I think it's dummy, dummy
3: yeah. E. And that, and Norman's goblin persona comes out.
0: You think <sighs> I would let you take my? He, he goes away? on a nice little <laughs>
3: monologue about being <laughs> so good, gods, and that you don't, they, you don't need to be it's controlled. A gift. <laughs> and he's it's a talking curse. to Electro.
1: To go back for a second, go ahead. One of my favorite things from, I I think it is Spider Man. And from the first Mm Spider-Man, but also from Spider-Man three, there is the whole scene in the first Spider-Man where Willem Dafoe is doing the scene back and forth with the mirror. Oh, it's so good. Where it is Norman having a conversation with the goblin. Yeah. It is the way that he manipulates his voice for this. Yeah, Because there's norman osborne i i i I, I don't want to do this but then he gets down into the goblin yeah it's like so when when you see not only his voice drops that octave it takes on that 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 persona you see his face it's in his
0: eyes his nose it's that
1: big ass smile yeah evil fucking uh, brows Oh. it is chilling as shit
3: yeah. Well what also works about it is works for it in in this universe is the mcu villains for the most part have never really been this over the top no right right it's kind of a bygone era of like villains right yeah but to see that come back and and, and willem dafoe kind of tweaks it in a way so it's not so over the top that it's cartoony. He tweaks it to make it like almost diabolical. It is so
1: very yeah. Joker in Dark Knight. Yeah,
0: like he didn't need a helmet as Goblin. You just need to show his face. Like he gets to that was do the this main complaint. Without he without looks, looks like the Goblin without the yeah,
1: helmet. Yeah. So here is, all right. So here is the question I'll ask both of you. Go ahead. Beyond this Goblin, who do you think was the most over the top villain we have seen in the MCU? Electro. Before a The MCU. Oh, MCU. Sorry. Before this goblet.
0: Oh, just like over the top uh like to, bad to guy.
1: This, this caliber of like I'm gonna put so much into this evil persona.
0: God. Wow. I don't even know I
3: can't even think of someone off if the top of my head.
0: Had, like maybe like early Loki, they I don't
3: know. No, Loki was a little more. No, he wasn't.
0: Yeah. Uh oh, just man. someone who's evil for evil's sake. I can't. I mean, Malekith yeah. was
3: evil for evil's sake, but he thinking, was like he had nothing to say.
2: No, he <laughs> no, was still he was, he was still
1: fucking wet toast. Right? Yeah,
3: I, that's 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 why I think like this felt so it's nobody liked that fresh. Yeah. I agree. It's an old. The film.
1: closest thing yeah. I can think, and it's still not even at the same level, is Killmonger and Black Panther. Oh, that moment when realistic. they're fighting at the at the yeah. waterfall, mm-hmm. that whole like this is your king and all that yeah. shit. Yeah. That wow, is yeah. the most over-the-top we have seen anybody that's be in even the that MCU. Bad. Yeah. yeah that's, that's not even, that's
3: even, that's that not really not even close. No. no, and that's
1: that's the thing. Even then, it's just, it's a dude being cocky. Yeah. Right. It's not a fucking comic book villain. This
0: is a schizophrenic
1: fucking
3: frightening well, and character. And the thing is, too, is like, if you put in, like, a few minutes, seconds of thought into Willem, into Norman Osborn's character, you're like, fuck, that guy's tragic, right? Oh, like he, yes. He he tries to experiment on himself because he yeah. wants to get. A, he, it he's not sad. getting the funding to do this, and he want he's trying to like make his family. I need
1: to prove that what I'm building is real and right. it he's works. Trying to,
3: he's trying to clear his, basically like make his name. Yeah, and he, and it fucks him up, and he can't control it. He's such a tragic. Like all these villains have been like, in some way, have all been tragic. But Willem well, DeFoe's character that's the is thing, the thing that they, tragic. they even
1: touch on very early on. How many of the villains that are trapped in the dungeon of the wizard that is Doctor Strange are brilliant scientists yeah. who accidentally turn themselves into monsters? They, they're all people that lost their way. Yeah, they—they they were all good people. It was—it was altruistic. It uh, you know paths right. that led to them making mistakes that turned them into these diabolical fiends. Right. I mean, you can even say this. Like
3: Electro Max was a good guy. Even it was an Sandman. Accident. He was just it trying, was accident.
1: was an accident. he was trying was to an accidentally and he was
3: trying to support his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Like they're all
1: they're all
0: Dr. Like Connors the, is a doctor. He was yeah, trying the, to help himself. The, the, they're
1: all tragic why, characters. Yeah. This is why I know a lot of people have asked, probably, in the past few days, and this is why I believe it was a strategically smart plan to not have any version of Venom show up in this movie. It doesn't fit. This is the only character who is either actively evil or is basically just an embodiment of being the bad part of Spider-Man. And we're already dealing with the idea of we need villains who are literally just tragic figures who are victims of circumstance in order to teach Spider-Man how to be a better Spider-Man.
0: Can we get to the Uncle Ben moment so we can get to Let's the good do it. shit already? Let's
3: do this shit. Let's do it. So awesome fight between Norman and Spider-Man.
1: Another uh, one of those he- moments that had a lot of people cheering and going, oh shit, in my theater. The guy next to me, here is the moment that blew his fucking mind. <laughs> okay. I can't remember the full motion of how it happened, but it is the moment when uh, in the fight between Spider-Man and Norman... When in the middle of the hallway, he picks up and slams Spider-Man up into the ceiling of the hallway. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah as going him drops down onto his shoulder, and then he shoulder tackles him downward into the floor through and the drops him the three floors through the building. This is some brutal, like the
0: most brutal fights I've seen in, in, in Spider-Man shit. Yeah. Like they're not like holding this back. Yeah,
1: hurts to watch.
3: Remember when we were saying when we were discussing how Spider Man's not gonna throw any punches? Yeah, I thought Disney. he was
1: supposed to punch people. <laughs> oh, he yeah, punches he, he fucks
3: up. He gets both fucked people up.
1: And gets fucked yes, up yes, in this yes. movie.
3: No, so yeah, Norman I mean there's one the, the the one little cool moment I liked in that fight is Norman's punching Norman, or Norman's getting punched in the face. He's laughing. And he's laughing. He's, he's laughing. He's like
0: a
1: like <laughs> a added, I was like, like, oh, When fuck. I said before like this is a Heath Ledger Joker, Yeah. that moment. He oh, gets so punched good. in the face and he laughs at him about it. He laughs it, it
0: off.
3: It's so and then basically scary. tells
1: him, you do not have what it takes to beat me.
3: Yeah. So, Imran, do you want it, since you, you want to get to the Uncle Ben moment, we're
0: here. Well, they're, they end up in the lobby. Also, at this point, Electro has blasted Doc Ock out the window because the, he stopped the ticking clock Holded and off turned. Right?
1: Yep. yep. Uh, no, he, uh, also, uh, he also has convinced Sandman... That this is a trap. Yeah,
0: and he right. grabs the. I think he grabs the arc reactor too. He, does. he gets the arc at reactor at the same they, time. Sandman
3: just like I'm yeah. out of here.
0: So what happens? They're in the lobby. Yes, and Peter is b- beaten down, getting beat down by Norman. It's kind of. It's not really equal. I guess it was equal. Norman's no, beaten, it was
1: not. Norman's, Norman's beating Norman's,
3: the shit Norman's, out. No, him. No, Norman's got him on the ropes. He is. And yeah,
1: he's fucking his shit up in this. Yeah, and, he and what is they what they do
3: up. is also very brilliant. They make May who's young. So yeah. you have a young may. Yeah. She could do and this stuff. is the only way it's believable. Yeah. Because you can't have that old ass may interfere. Yeah. But the young yep. may yep. is like, no, I'm, I'm taking, I have some agency. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to fight
1: for a little bit, for a little bit into this. Uh, they have been building the cures for all of the various people at this point. And they have a few of them off to the side that they're waiting on for some right. reason. Right. And uh, may decides when she realizes that, Oh shit norman's turned evil oh, that's again. right she grabbed them she all. runs she grabs a bunch of them puts them in a bag and takes off so when it comes to a point where literally goblin pile drives peter through the fucking ground like through through 10 floors of this building into the uh lobby and is holding him there is ready to just kill him she runs up with the initial cure they have built for him Right. And stabs him in the neck with it. Yeah, but I don't think she like fully injects it. No, she does. She She does it into it. And he comments, it doesn't work because they had Norman building his own cure. That's right. He fucked up his own cure. He's like, because he was like, I'm not gonna let you do this. The goblin took over.
0: Yes. Yes. So so Maze, so the the uh, Norman's on one side, Peter's in the middle, Maze behind Peter. Holding like she was holding something. No, anyway, in in she front of she Peter.
1: took she took essentially what was a power conduit with a fucking junction box at the right, end they of it. Turned
0: it into a weapon and was
1: holding on to it as a cudgel yeah. and was threatening to try and beat him with it. But she <laughs> had her back him. to the front yeah. door of the building.
0: And what do we see out the back? Is you see Norman call his glider through the glass opening through the doors and knocks D, her Spider-Man. down. Yeah, I love... Oh, my God, I love his voice. And you see a really quick knock her down, grab him, and then he flies off throwing another pumpkin bomb towards me, which Peter tries to deflect. He, he, the, fa- the face on Nor- on
3: Willem Dafoe before he throws that pumpkin yeah. bomb is yeah, just like... so scary. Ah. He's just like, I'm going to do this because it's fun.
1: The thing yes. that they do throughout yes. this entire fight is when we first start off in the apartment when he first webs his hand, the entire time throughout this movie... Norman has still been wearing his power ranger goblin suit, right? Underneath. But he put on the purple hoodie and yeah. the green jacket and like sweatpants over it to like hide what he's been wearing. Right. Throughout this fight, he has lost the jacket. The sleeves come. He off. has lost the sweatpants. Yeah. And the purple hoodie has been torn up to the point where it is now this tattered purple shroud. It looks great with a hood over yeah. top of his outfit. So this good. is purple and green, the, the fucking purple and green <laughs> outfit of the goblin Absolutely. from the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So, and here's a weird
0: part. We see make a hip of the glider and the explosion goes off. He gets away. Uh, Peter finds may and, it appears she's okay. She seems she, like she's all right. She gets up. She walks around. She's like, "I'm okay."
1: But there's she, a thing about this.
0: She but and she delivers the great with great power must also come great responsibility. Well, well, well the
3: reason she delivers it though, I think it's key that you say this is because Peter's like, "We, I fucked up. Yeah, I shouldn't have done it." And she's like, "I shouldn't have no. helped him." And she's like, "No, even in basically even in failure, we did the right thing." Yeah. Now and she gives a great power.
1: A thing that a lot of people. I'm sure noticed. Maybe some didn't, but a lot of people did. Throughout this whole scene, as they're talking and she's saying, yeah, "I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it," her hands don't stop shaking.
3: Uh, oh, I didn't notice.
1: Uh. The entire time she's talking to him, her hands are shaking. Maybe even like most of her arms are, and she seems very disconnected from what's happening at times. Yes, yeah. yeah. Until she I mean, finally says, "No, no, no, no. We did the right thing because." With great power comes great responsibility. Now let's let's go ahead and leave, and then she and then she's like, "I got to lie down," and says, "I I need, I need to catch my breath for a minute." And he goes, "Oh yeah yeah no of course go ahead," until he realizes that there are massive amounts of blood that are coming from her side, and and she she's becoming less responding, less responsive. Now to take a step back for a moment. Uh, we established early on that happy Hogan has a whole lot of security measures in his condo as well as a doorbell camera. And there's a point where he tries to call Peter and says, I know that you brought a bunch of people into my condo. Who are those people?
0: What are you doing? And he shows
1: up there. So he's speeding back to his condo to go find out what's going on. And
0: I didn't think she was going to die initially. Oh, Imran, sweet, sweet summer child. They played it off well. I and wish then, I was you. Like I couldn't believe. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, my I God. I will admit
1: the fact that both of you said you didn't recognize the fact that her hands were shaking the whole time. That was the thing that told yeah, me, walking oh, around she's, she's in shock and she's full of blood loss at this yeah, point. She's not feeling it. She's at not all. coming out of this lobby. Yeah. This
3: moment, my theater was so quiet. So yeah. quiet. Yeah. So, so quiet. Well, they did a really good job, right? Because you have going back to Ock. you have the high of Ack. Being cured, mm-hmm. then you get this fucking tense low with the, uh, Osborne. Yep. Then you get the lower low that she gets knocked, but then you get the high. She's standing up.
0: Yeah, you're like oh, okay. she gives He's the speech. Right. Yeah, she gives a speech. She gives him the line,
3: and then no. she fucking. But then collapse. when she gives the line, so I here's known. the thing, though.
1: It? She says, "With great power comes great responsibility," and immediately. Anybody who has ever theater went wild for that, too. But well, yeah. then that's fine. That was a big tear. Anybody moment. who has ever ingested even a moment of Spider-Man media knows that is a fucking death wish. She did.
0: Yes. Anybody. <laughs> you said that, the line. You, you said the line. You're, you're not, not going to make that's it out why, of this room. Yeah, I should have known. But like when she said it, I was like, oh, did fuck. you? Did anyone see that coming
3: that she was going to die in this movie? No.
1: I mean, I remember not, I said not I, until I saw was... the glider outside that I went, yeah. oh, they're going to do this.
3: See I, I I heard I watched a synopsis someone's like predicted synopsis of this movie prior to the movie coming out and they said we read a spoiler that she's going to die. I had so a feeling
0: someone would die and I guess it makes sense to finally give him his well, uncle Ben moment. This is his uncle Ben moment, yeah, right? Yeah, he needed this but uncle Ben. But what they ben what
3: moment. also was really good about this scene. Obviously it's a horrible scene to watch like people were crying. But they didn't marvel it, right? They didn't undercut it with a joke. No, no. They didn't go they didn't do the core well yeah, there goes those foundations, they, right? Yeah. Like they yeah. didn't—they let you sit there for like a minute with Toby, with Toby just talk, or not with Toby, with I Tom mean, just with Tom, talking yeah. to uh, Tom Holland's character talking to her, and then you even get the Happy Hogan moment. Where him pulling,
1: it. him pulling that whole entire thing of you have—you have to wake up now. You have to look at me, look at me, look at yeah. me, look oh at me, god. answer oh me. Oh my god, it's literally that moment of you recognizing this is his entire world falling apart right now. But it is also to to play on the fact that we had the whole bit in the beginning with Happy Hogan and Aunt May are breaking up. He needs to get his own lawyer because he's connected to the whole weird thing with the Tony tech. Then he brings them along where they're now living in his condo and everything. And then he gets there just in time to see the aftermath and to see that she's dead He's hurt. The building's fucked up. Something went wrong. And his immediate reaction is. I got to buy him time. He has to leave now because. He's got to go take care of this. There's nothing I can do in this moment. Other than make sure that this this kid, this super powered kid. Gets to go off and take care of what happened here because I can't.
0: He's at a low, low point, Peter, and he and he kind of to the pops point where off. Peter
1: gets shot in this scene.
0: Oh yeah, the cops come in the and cops they fucking shoot him. him, and then he takes off. He didn't even move. There are times when the spy he, the spider sense doesn't go. off. I'm like, why didn't the spider sense go? Off? Anyways, he's he's sad. He just lost May, uh, Ned, and uh, MJ. Don't know where he is. And this is where shit gets even crazy. Let me, let, me, let me say something real quick
3: before yeah. we get into that part. In that moment when Tom Holland is with May, yeah, and acting, not only is it like spelled out for you, this is his Peter. This is when he becomes Spider Man, right? Because yeah. he gets yeah. the speech. This is an Uncle Ben moment. Yeah. But this was the part when, in the movie where I'm like, "Damn, Tom Holland's fucking acting is awesome." Yeah, ass he, off in this movie. he
0: was really good. I got it. I was very. He's impressed. fucking
3: acting his ass off in this movie like he's not again like i said earlier, not collecting a paycheck Yeah, so invested yeah i don't think we need to like completely describe the scene but what did we so you get the this is the moment we've all been waiting for but it comes in way earlier than i think most of us were expecting i was
0: wondering how they were going to do this the whole time watching i'm like okay when's the moment how's this going to happen it kind of caught me off guard Because it's such a low moment. Yes, it's at the lowest point. So again,
3: they're playing with your your heartstrings, right? It's a low. So how do we bring us back up from the low? And And it's perfect,
1: perfect. right? Yeah. No, I do agree. The thing is, though, this didn't take me... uh, While while the fact that we were doing it caught me off guard initially, where it showed up in the story did not take me off guard entirely. Mm. This is the midpoint of the movie. Right. The midpoint of the movie is either... We're going to have well, it's it's weird because it's it's the concept of looking at the way that a, a movie sc- a script tends to be structured. You've got your midpoint of the movie and you've got what they refer to as the dark night of the soul. The midpoint of the movie tends to be either a, a false victory or a false defeat right. of your main character. Right. So you could say, oh, the fact that he cured Doc Ock is a midpoint of the movie. He proved, oh, I can do this. I think it is this, mo- this point that is technically the midpoint of the movie because it is a false defeat. It's a big defeat. Yeah, this is yeah, the this is the moment where he feels he can't possibly continue to be Spider-Man because something needs to happen. Not even not even just the fact that it happened, but the fact that Doc Ock literally taunts him in saying, "You're the reason this is happening right now." Before Goblin, he right? kills his aunt,
0: Goblin. Or sorry, oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. It was Goblin. Yeah. Yep. Norm yeah, he's like um, I didn't you put her here.
1: Yeah, it's you made it it's it's this it's your fault that it, all of this is happening yeah. right now.
0: So Ned Ned Leeds is magic. Turns out Ned Leeds <laughs> is, ma- is magic. They're at Ned's oh, house. So
2: here's yeah. a
1: here's a minor detail we missed out on. Yeah. So all leading through all of the stuff we have talked about so far, covering stories about Spider-Man and Peter Parker has taken uh, J. Jonah Jameson oh, and yeah. the Daily Bugle
0: from his house from being to like a, a big bullshit studio.
1: basement operation yeah. <laughs> on the web to being a legitimate like TV show <laughs> where he's selling his own supplements like Alex Jones, like Alex was, Jones. Yeah, and so was, he, legit he has had people tra- tailing Peter Parker and his family to get news stories. And he is literally outside of the condo when all of this shit happens.
3: Well, what's what's great about that moment? And that's good you brought that up because I forgot. Was as Peter's going through his one of his the lowest moment in his life. This asshole is framing it as he's he's a fucking criminal. Yeah, so he's, not only is he's he been going working through a with all moment, these
1: criminals, and he's done this to our city. Yeah. Right, typical. It, it's being Jameson.
3: broadcast across a city yeah. that this is all because of Peter Parker, which it kind of is. But he was just trying to help. Yeah, yeah. and he's getting fucked over. In all, all different in directions. The media, right
0: now. yes. Uh, so Ned, wearing the sling ring, is just waving his hands around, going, "I wish we could find Peter." And you see gold sparkles. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then he's like, "Let me see Peter Parker." A portal opens, and I was like, "Oh fuck! This is how I' going to do it." And I loved how they introduced the first Spider Man, Andrew cool. Garfield. He's way in the distance. And you don't realize it until he gets cold closer and he steps through and the audience loses their shit. Oh, shit. I think in my theater, this may have been the biggest reaction out of all of them.
3: I, I would agree. I think was this is probably, probably the biggest reaction. I think, I right when they opened the portal, I'm like, it's fucking Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Because I was Which like, one he's one taller? First. Yes. No, I was yes. like, he's tall. I'm like, he had the he's big tall. white eyes, too, yeah. you can see. I was like, "Fuck!" in his right
0: costume, now. and then there's a hilarious exchange. Did you understand any of the Tagalog that the I Lo- did. you did I understood it? Yeah, because people were laughing at that part. There was a bunch of Filipino people. Must have been they were laughing at the Tagalog before he translated.
3: It's exactly what Ned was saying.
0: It was what he was saying. I love yeah. that, like, prove it, and he just hangs from the ceiling, and she's like, "No, I'm going to need you to do more." So like, many good enough. lines.
3: She's hey, like, <laughs> "How come you don't have the, the tingle?" He's like, "I don't have. I have the tingle." I have He's the like, tingle. "How come you don't?" Have, Not with bread.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bread does nothing. He's like, I was in my world, and then I was here. And Andrew Garfield is just so funny, so charming. So then they're like, do it again, and they do it again. And fucking Tobey Maguire, not wearing a suit, steps through. Audience (laughs) loses their shit again. Mm. Yeah, we went crazy. And oh, oh, it's so good. And then they have a little little standoff. Spider off. And then and then his his aunt is like, can you clean all the webs you shot? I'm going to bed the best part. <laughs> she just walks off. But holy fuck, I'm like, oh shit, he's beating him and he's beating him. This is crazy. I can't I mean we knew I mean we didn't know but we knew we but they, knew but we didn't but know.
3: I but the thing is we didn't it was still first off it's surreal, right? Like it's I brought so up earlier. Crazy. It's so surreal again having grown up with these characters yeah. to see them and like the way both of those movies ended I never thought we'd see Tobey Maguire again. Yeah. I never thought I'd see Andrew Garfield again. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're in the same on the same screen, and you bring both of those characters back. And uh, Toby the the line that like makes this go into a forward direction is Toby's like, "I've been sensing like that. Our, I've been trying to look for the Peter. Yeah, here. he's like, like he needs, he's you
0: not to, your friend that I, you need help. Well, but he's like Peter.
3: Like he, I can yeah. feel like he needs yeah. help. Yes, yes. And in this point of the movie, I think is one of I mean, there is many emotional parts of the movie, but this point in the movie where they're on the roof and they're comforting ah, Peter, they find him. Oh my god, so it's so emotional for me because like it just rang so true, right? Like, so Peter's there, yeah. Tom Holland's there, I'll him Tom Holland, and he's fucking grieving, and the kids come up and they hug him, and it just felt so like real, right? Like anyone that's lived through loss like that, that's how you feel in yeah. that moment, yeah. And both the Peters are there, and they're trying to talk to him at first and Tom's basically like I don't want to hear it, right? I don't want to hear it's it. It's like I'm done. Forget. I'm done. But, I'm done. You're going home. Yeah. It's over with. It's not my problem. Yeah. But he's about to push the button and MJ pulls it back and she's like head nods. Like listen to them. Yeah. And freaking they both go into the losses. They oh, did. It's, it's
0: a, so sad. It got me tearing so sad. up both
3: times. Well, the, the, It got me tearing up too. The Not the first time because I was with my friend, but the second time <laughs> I definitely... I was, <laughs> like, I was in front of a dude. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But uh, Toby Maguire gets into Uncle Ben. Yeah. And like, it's a little tear. But Andrew Garfield gets into fucking Emma Stone or into, into Gwen. And what's... First off, his acting is fucking... Like he's already bawling out. Like he's crying. And like... You, for, you you forget that that second movie, like his character arc it's wasn't even rough. finished.
0: Yeah, His character arc no. wasn't even done. They left the, him the hanging. They literally left him. it hanging.
3: He's, yeah, he's just hanging. He's been hanging for he years. He needed
0: this the most.
1: The thing that I loved about this scene, I loved Andrew Garfield. I loved the interplay that he had with MJ and, and Ned. Great. We then go and we get to the, 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 the roof where we are now we have some of the best acting we have seen from everybody in this movie. Yeah, really it's, good. it's Tom Holland at his most raw. It is especially the thing that got me was the fact that essentially what Andrew Garfield granted in this was not only just a peek into his character having to deal with the fact that not only did his girlfriend die, it was his, his ineptitude that killed her. Yeah. He couldn't get to her in time.
0: And we find out that he gets du- he got dark. He yeah, goes he's dark like stopping pulling my punches because of it.
1: Yes. Yeah. He tells the whole story about Holy how I shit. got bitter and I got angry and soon I'm not pulling my punches anymore. Oh my god. And, and as like we understand from Spider-Man and everything that we have seen, yeah. Spider-Man not pulling his punches means this he's motherfucker people. killed yeah, people. Yeah, deadly. It's deadly. Yeah, yeah.
3: He's he's yeah. out there. It. He's yeah. his character is in such a dark place, and that's so interesting. I mean, the when he's like when he makes the when he makes that speech where he goes, you know, I'm stop pulling my punches, and he's like, I got bitter. Yeah, I got rageful. Rageville, yeah, and he's like, I just don't want you Ugh. to end up like me, and he's
1: crying. I'm like, oh, this is the scene that convinced me, Andrew Garfield. Was a brilliant choice to play Spider-Man. I he mean, was great. he's still the funniest he just, Spider-Man. He
0: was
3: just, he, he is, he's the best actor amongst those yeah, three guys. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Between the three of them, he is a brilliant actor. If you see him in anything else, you know this for a fact. Yeah. yeah. He was a great choice for Spider-Man. He got stuck with bullshit scripts yeah. and a garbage director. Yeah, Watching Andrew Garfield in this movie has proved to me that Mark Webb is a fucking joke yeah you
0: had that and you didn't use any of it well
1: it was also
3: the fact that unfortunately and i don't it could i definitely could have been better but the movie was basically the middle is the middle child and the yeah. middle child is always it, it came after the true. films but
1: as i as i said earlier his movies were created for no other reason than because sony didn't want to lose the rights right, right. so his movies existed for no reason other than we needed to make these. I am now desperate to see Andrew Garfield get a Spider-Man movie that is made for no other purpose than because they want to make they it. Might, he, look, anything's possible now. Because he if, would you know. blow that shit out of the water. Anything is possible now. From the moment Andrew Garfield comes into this movie, I love the whole rest of this movie. This yeah, he, whole he's definitely act.
3: a scene stealer.
1: I have to ask this question. Have either of you watched Parks and Recreation? Yes. No. Okay. Imran, you'll get this. Anthony, you won't. Andrew Garfield has such John Ralphio energy throughout oh, he's this entire totally movie. John Ralphio. It is <laughs> so brilliant.
0: That's what he reminded <laughs> me of. Yes.
1: Like the entire time, it's it's anywhere from the voice to the really big hair to the way and he, he reacts. Like and I'm like, like that's yeah. fucking Ben Schwartz.
0: Where he's like, why do you act like that? I'm on pills. (laughs) Uh, I got run over by Alexis. He's a lot, John Raphael. That's a good point. I need a whole movie of these three Spider-Men just hanging out. Oh, my God, yes. The parts where they're coming up with The brotherly
1: aspect of these three Spider-Men is so well done.
0: And when, first of all, they do the pointing meme. They did everything. They did the pointing meme. They bring up the organic web shooters and it's fucking
1: hilarious. The thing, the thing (laughs) I wanted among anything else was I really wanted all three of them. Cause like we had that moment earlier on where, where, uh, Dr. Strange tells the kids they have to Scooby do this shit to find the guys. Yeah. When they they're talking about like well you know we're gonna have to recreate some of the cures that we have for these guys I really wanted all three Peter Parkers to look at each other and go it's time to science this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, they did the pointing meme, which I was like,
1: they did the fucking pointing. <laughs> are
0: you kidding me? This is,
1: the thing of this movie is this is like the only movie you where you could pull this kind of you could pull yeah. these memes yeah. in, and I go, I'm not even mad. No, I, I this is this is fine by me because i'm so beyond i'm over the rainbow at this point essentially well the b- before we get to that lab just real quick i
3: think that moment where they you know they reflect on their stories and tom's like you know i want to tear him apart yeah you know and he he's like he's like even when even when she uh even when she was dying s he like pauses to like cry he's like we, we she did the right we she said we did the right thing like I was like, "Oh my god, this is so good!" And you you do the like, you do the line where they're like, "Great, great power," and they finish it to him, and they're like, "Maybe she didn't die in vain." And
1: just like, "Oh, like they're like, oh that's all right.
0: three I love that." Are, where they're like, "How do you know that line?"
1: This was the yeah. moment from uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. For me, it was my Uncle Ben. For Man. me, it was my Uncle Benjamin. For me, it was my oh, friend yeah. Peter. Oh yeah. The thing that I love about it, though. Andrew Garfield lied to him. Uh, But his Uncle Ben, his Uncle Ben never said (laughs) with great power comes great responsibility. I have a quote here. Martin Sheen never said that That I'm going to read to you. He says something a little different because Mark Webb actively said, I refuse to have that line in my movie. What an idiot. The quote from Martin Sheen is. You're a lot like your father. You really are, Peter. And that's a good thing. I know I'm doing it as Nick Cage, but that's because I can't (laughs) do a Martin Sheen impression. But your father lived by a philosophy, a principle, (laughs) really. He believed that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. Oh, my God. He says the same thing. That's what's at stake here. Not choice. Responsibility. (laughs) <laughs> it is the same line, but he Why delivered he it in it? six sentences.
0: Why would he just have him say the Because line? Mark Webb
1: sucks. Yeah, he's
0: that was a bad choice for a director. They just wanted to do things differently. That was exactly this. it. It. it was he was but like, that, well, I don't want to just yeah.
1: make the same movie, so I'm not gonna have him say the same line. It's like yeah I, uh, that's fine but it also you're just making the same movie so garfield spider-man's like yeah but yeah,
0: he, he said he said something, something like similar. that right i remember that yeah <laughs> yeah it
1: sounds better than what my guy said so i'm gonna say he said it
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they pick
3: up tom holland off his feet basically and they're like okay Dust we're gonna off, w- give him a kiss gonna, on the cheek we're, we're going to do the mission we're going to cure them. We're going to cure that ass as they say. That that.
1: We're going to I want that, that in ass. a t-shirt so bad. To cure that but, ass. And for
3: for what it's worth this little these moments are all. Everything's great it's here. so good. The
1: every moment in the in the the high school lab, I think it is. The yeah, three? yeah.
3: Yeah. Every it's moment so in this lab is fucking golden. And it but what's great about it and we can quote lines. But mm-hmm. what's great about this and the moment right prior where we're on the on the roof and this is what I've always said about MCU and they nailed it to perfection here. Is yes, the action scenes are cool. Yes, there's comic book characters. Yes, there's like uh, good music and it's well made blockbusters. But the best part of the MCU is they're when you get out. the characters in the room and they're talking to one another.
0: I want a whole movie and the three of them and, hanging and out. I could have watched that for
3: hours. Moments, wh- these moments where they're just talking to one another and they even like slow down the movie Yeah, are some of the, the best fucking moments. The scaffolding shit ever.
0: was like and they're talking about stupid shit and it was I amazing.
1: Will, I will say, for someone who said not even, what, an hour and a half ago, an hour ago, that Uh, I did not like the moment with Yelena where it was just two characters talking with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I love this shit with this. Oh, my God. And I'll admit, it's probably just because I never fucking saw Black Widow. (laughs) <laughs> so it felt out of nowhere to me. In that well, you see these, but movies. like with these guys, it's like yeah. I know these characters. I've been here for twenty years. I
0: mean, they're talking about if they have somebody special, and they see oh. Tom and and Zendaya. The whole,
1: the whole bit where where Ned just like rolls in and he's talking oh, to yeah. Andrew like, and Toby. He's, like, he's like, "You guys got a guy in the chair or a best friend?" He's like, "Yeah, my best friend betrayed me and tried to kill me. Yeah, mine too." And he's like oh he goes he died in my arms while he was trying to kill me yeah toby's like mine died in my arms (laughs) fighting beside me and andrew's like yeah mine turned into a monster and tried to kill me he's like great (laughs) well there's a little
3: moment there though in the when they're figuring out the cures right yeah and andrew's like i've already done this yeah like lizards mine i got it toby those line is really key and it's a nice little character moment he goes you know i've been thinking about cure for 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 Norman for years. And it's like it's like oh like his character has carried the burden of the fact that he never he couldn't save Norman yeah, he and it's forgot. eaten him up forever. I yeah. love the
1: fact that what they build for Toby's version of Spider-Man is that they didn't go trying to do the thing of like oh they pulled him out of Spider-Man 3. They go for the idea of they pulled his version of Spider-Man out of the same universe literally way later years like like, a, like some 30, years, 20 years years later. after those movies were done right. yeah, yeah so he's like yeah i've spent over a decade thinking about this thinking about how could i have saved norman osborne because keep in mind
3: if he saves norman osborne his best friend never dies either his
1: best friend never dies yeah and with norman being cured They never like Norman's alive. We don't have him become the Spider-Man he was in Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man Three. Like it it undoes the the, that entire universe. Right. So it's like this one moment could have saved so many other lives. And if I get a second chance at doing it, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna do it. The the organic
0: web shooters shit where and then Andrew is like, "You ever get a web Yeah, I did
1: once. Oh, that's (laughs) that
0: comes that comes out of you." Is there any other places that come <laughs> to? Your house? It's like it's, it's like, like just a risk or no, we're uh, about <laughs> it. as far as I know. So, and then the conversation on the scaffolding. They do the thing with Toby's back. He's literally cracking his back. It's fucking crazy, but so, so my, funny. My like, favorite. My favorite back? of
1: that entire thing. So, before we get to that conversation, they make their cures. They're ready to go. They need a place to go. They decide they're going to go to the Statue of Liberty. Place of second chances. Yeah. place of second chances where yeah. at the moment it's being reconstructed to replace yep. the torch with a captain America shield. Yep, Cause America fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah. we put the um, shield up there. But the way that he draws everyone, he draws the villains to that place is he calls into the daily bugle show. That's great. Yeah. And says, here's where I am. I have what you're looking for. I'm sorry that I did. I'm sorry that whatever I did led to this. I was trying to help. I'm trying to help. Come get me. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, but
3: I can send you back whenever. Yeah, exactly.
1: Come and get it. But that moment
3: right where you're talking about where he cracks his back. First off, again, that cracking back moment, like, you wouldn't do that in a normal movie. No. no, It's like wasting time. They know that the audience is here for it. Yeah and they want to see something like and that. And
1: what I love about it is it's literally older, middle and younger brother. Yes. yes. Older yes. brother being like, "Yeah, I've been doing this for so long like my yeah. back fucking hurts from doing it." And middle brother's like, "Yeah, you know, I've got a weird middle back thing too. Is it because mm-hmm. of the web swinging?" It's like, "Yeah, it <laughs> is." You're like, "Great, man. Like I could I could crack your back." Well, that to- that line
3: though is Toby in the first movie falls and he's like, right.
0: "My, my back. back. My back. <clears throat> my back." What? He hurt his back. Oh, my back. Thing. Thing. Well, yeah. He hurt He hurt his back shooting that
1: movie. Yes. And that I was know. like he's a big He's always thing. had the
2: back thing. Yeah. And, and then so beyond insider. that is
1: the fact that like, I think Andrew, I think Andrew Garfield even said like doing some of the stunts in the second movie. He's like, yeah, man, this shit can hurt you.
3: There's a line from Toby right before he cracks his back. So they're talking about Max and Andrew's like, man, he's such a sweet guy. Oh, yeah. Till he fell into a
1: pool of and electric then Toby's like That'll do it.
2: That'll, that'll do, do it. it. Yeah, you yeah, fell that. into a that'll
1: pool of electric it. eels. It goes, yeah, that'll do it. So
0: then when Tom Holland Spider-Man's like, who's the craziest guy you ever fought? Oh, my God. They have that whole conversation about, like, I fought an alien in space. I fought a black goo alien. And Toby and Andrew Garfield's like, I'm
1: lame. I, just... I wish I fought an alien. All I ever fought was a guy in a rhino suit.
0: And then Toby's like, you hear that self-talk? You are amazing. Listen to yourself. You are amazing. That's, Say it for And me. I,
1: I love the fact that they it's pulled so on good. the idea of, like, the amazing spider spider it was like you're amazing you are amazing but i i also just love the idea that it yeah. was literally just like andrew garfield being like guys i get it i was in the worst of these movies yes it's he's got fine. no self-esteem i live with it he's like uh-huh. no fuck you you're spider-man it, yeah what
3: well, also plays on like their each of their versions of peter parker right like yeah tom yep. holland's character was always super enthusiastic so he's going to talk about like the villains he's fought uh, Toby Maguire's character has been kind of like dad, like goofy. So he's like, he's always going to be the guy that's going to be like,
1: no, you're cool. Like, even, really cool. even in the sense when they're in the, the lab and they're getting ready to go do the fight. And he's like, well, you don't even have your costume. And he like pulls down his t shirt. He's like, I, I have it all the time. I just what, don't, I'm not advertising it. He's like, you're
0: going to dress like a youth pastor? Or you yeah, you're going your to And, he and
3: has it. Then yeah. Andrew's character has always been a little bit more brooding and a little bit more dark and a little bit more emo. So of course he's going to be the one, though, it's like, having the out loud self-talk. And the uh, He's going through an existen- existential crisis all the time about who he is and what it means for him to be here.
1: No, man, I get it. I'm the worst of the Spider-Men. Well, the other <laughs> old
0: sequence I loved is after the guy starts showing up and the, and they're trying to give him the cure, they realize... They suck because they're not working as a team, right? So yeah. they all gather together. And they're like, We suck as a team. We don't know how to do it. And he's like, Wait, I'm not gonna brag. Tom's like, but I've I was a member of the Avengers. And Toby goes, The <laughs> Avengers, that's great. What is that? I love goes, I
1: love that movie. Love it's like, that it's line. like that's awesome.
0: And he's like, you know what
3: don't have
1: is that? He's trying to explain it. And then Toby's like, if this isn't helping. Yeah. Uh, How is this helping? How is this helping? The Earth's greatest Avengers? The, the, you know, the, the, it's like, that it doesn't mean anything to me. What are you doing? And then when they number off, it's I, a, you, my I don't favorite know what you said. You said Spider-Man 2. Who is that? Two? And he goes, Toby is 2. And then
0: Andrew Garfield goes, yeah, I know Spider-Man 3. Well, like, he's favorite, always my favorite he just,
1: he just resigned this. to it. He's just yes. like,
0: Peter, number three.
3: Fine. Yeah, what, number three, what, I love, what
1: I love so much about this is the fact that not only so is it good. the fact that the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man has resigned himself to the idea of, yeah, I'm Spider-Man number three. I'm the, the last shit, in the Spider-Man, line. Yeah. It's that until this moment, Spider-Man three was a dirty fucking word. Oh Yeah, that's true, too. So it's like, yeah, I get it, guys. I'm the worst, not only in a trilogy, but just in the three Spider-Men that exist. I just love,
0: like, he has no self-confidence. It's so... He is, he's the middle child.
1: so yeah, fucking self-conscious about it. And then he's
0: like, I love you guys,
1: and they all just look at him, well, like, I he's love great, you guys, but- and they both turn <laughs> over there. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, he,
3: you know what, though, it's so in line. Like he's the one that's always needed that affirmation. For, yes. It's it's also yeah. very meta, right? Like, yep. He's he was the one. Like he's the kind of the forgotten Spider Man. He always looked up to Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And, yeah. He's probably jealous of Tom Holland, but you know what? He still loves them. Well, because Tom kind of
0: stole his fucking job. He thought he was going right. to get another shot, and then the,
1: all that. But shit He's happens. always
3: been very gracious, like in media about like yeah. the role oh, yeah. and like Absolutely. not being bitter about it is, anything. It
1: is literally like. I know so many people have compared Andrew Garfield as Spider Man to like Robert Pattinson being Edward in the fucking Twilight movies. Where it's like, oh, you know, he took those movies because he needed the money, but like he hated being in them. Like, no. Andrew Garfield has said for the longest time he loved being Spider Man. He loved being in those movies. The thing he regretted was that nobody beyond him and maybe Emma Stone gave a shit about those movies.
3: I, I was at the San Diego Comic-Con where they revealed they had Andrew Garfield and they were oh, wow. showing the first footage. Yeah. And he literally went on a long speech. He did like a thing where he played off like he was an audience member. So he had this mask on. And he, he was, was asking questions, Spider-Man, yeah. And then he went on stage and everyone, and he took off the mask and was like, everyone went nuts. But he went in this long speech about how he was so thankful to be the next Spider-Man and he was like taking the baton from Toby and he had his blessing and he was like, I'm going to do the best I can. Like you felt that he, as as you mentioned, Matt, he wanted to really like, he felt like this was his, like the, the next like the James Bond, like he was doing his next interpretation of Spider-Man and he was going to do this for three or four films. And he really like felt like he had a lot to live up to. Like he, he took on that role like very seriously Cause it like,
0: could have been multiple movies for him. It should have you know? been,
3: no, be been.
1: Yeah, it should have been. And that's yeah. the problem. I, even when we did what the fuck happened to spider, the amazing Spider-Man two, like throughout that whole thing, I said, he is the best part of this movie. Yeah. If I could take yeah. anything out of this movie and be like, yeah. I want something else involving this aspect it was him so this this part of the
3: movie is where my crowd almost cheered as loudly if not as loudly yeah. as it reveals yes the, th- the swing of the three well when the, yeah well the i love you guys and then it starts with them r- putting on the mask and running yeah and you're like oh shit dude they are dude. together and they jumping off There's the scaffolding of I can't believe and I'm they're watching swinging this. in the air
1: together and they're swinging off each other's ropes and and then all three of them land in yeah. that in that Spider-Man pose. Oh my god! I was pinching myself. I'm like, I can't believe I'm fucking I, watching I this. Had,
3: I had chill, I literally got chills down my arm. The three fucking
1: Spider-Man,
0: it. and they're in their suits, and it's them.
3: Them three. It's and them. I them am three. Just it's them fucking three. rock hard at
0: this yeah, point. Absolutely. I got 4 so, yes.
3: They're curing everyone. I don't need to go into detail. They're curing everybody. Exactly. Right? They, they're curing everybody. There's a nice little moment between Electro and, and Andrew Garfield, where they discuss a Black Spider-Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, he thought he was black. Where which we is reveal hilarious. that Electro never, kn- knew, who never knew. Spider-Man. Never knew Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But, uh, fuck it, Whatever. We were too late in the movie like, for that. Now help, he's like, there, "You help more people." I thought he was black. There's a
3: very cute moment between Doc Ock and Toby, where he's like. It's really nice seeing you, my boy. And he's like, how how are you? He's like, trying to do better. Like, they both, like, you realize they hadn't really met like that in a long time.
1: The thing that I had had wanted in that scene initially as a joke was I wanted him to make a comment to Toby about like, oh, you, you look old. (laughs) <laughs> but then the fact that what he says is he says you grew up yeah, yeah. you're all grown now yeah, you're all grown. Look at you, Peter. You're all. it's, like, it's oh, that it's that moment where it's, it's very much like a like a ben kenobi moment yeah where it's not about making the joke about oh you know toby's so old playing this role but more along the lines of the last time we saw each other you were so much younger and i died Right, And now I get to see you even older because of the second chance that you and your alternate self gave me. It's brilliant. Brilliant.
0: And I love how he comes in like you think he's still a bad guy. He's putting on a show for Electro and then just turns around and depowers Electro. People cheered at that point, too. Oh, absolutely.
1: So here we go. So you notice about this whole fight. Where's fucking Goblin? Well, before Goblin... We have a little a little bit that's going on in which uh, uh, their plan was they were gonna take the box to lure the bad guys there, throw it to MJ and Ned in. Uh uh, a portal that he a created portal. with the sling ring and then, ned is and then they were going to gonna close shut it and it was going to be a fight but the problem was <laughs> ned can open portals but he's yet to ever close one on his own not
0: good at closing portals
1: <laughs> so now there's an open portal they get dragged into the fight they're running around they go to try and create another portal to leave and instead it brings in dr strange from the mirror universe.
0: Yeah. I think he just finds them. He finally gets out of the thing and he's like, I've been dangling in the grand Canyon for 12 hours,
1: which Peter? is wild because I think in our time, he's been there for 36 hours. Time works differently in the mirror. Universe. Of course it does. Uh, so he's pissed. He wants to find Peter, but they're trying to prove to him like, look, 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 his plan on trying to cure everybody and fix them. It's working. Yeah. And he sees him cure the, the lizard and cure Electro your Sandman, and it's like great. You're right. This is working. Now Goblin shows up, and now I, shut up. He now has, a, he has a great up.
0: line too, where he's like, "Can Spider-Man come um, out to play?" Which like he used in, in the, I think the yes. first movie. Yes. Oh, so good. So
3: yeah, Goblin shows up. He blows up the box. Right. So the spell is all over the place now. It's fucked up. In the midst of blowing up the box, MJ falls off similar to Emma Stone's character yeah. in Amazing Spider-Man 2, similar to Kirsten Dunst in Spider-Man 1. And you get another awesome Andrew moment where Tom Holland is trying to save her. The glider hits him. My whole audience gasps, <gasps> at this point. And you, you cut to Andrew Garfield, and he's like, no. Oh, fucking and hell. And he jumps off. And as soon as he jumps off, everyone in my crowd is fucking going bananas. He Catches her they land and, oh, and as he lands yeah. he is already a glass case Jeez of emotion.
0: It's like are you okay? And <laughs> These, everybody is tearing up. This oh, is the first hearing up. Moment. I love this. He I needed
1: mean, this I, so much. Uh, while while I definitely felt something during the whole Aunt May's death moment. Seeing her ca- seeing Andrew Garfield catch MJ Holding her, they land on the ground, and like there's that split second where he does not let go of her. And you notice he doesn't web her; he jumps and grabs her, and then and then and then finally like put puts her on her feet. And she looks at him and she says, "Are you okay?" And you see in his eyes he's been crying the whole way down. Wait, he he first says to her are you okay and she like she
3: says yeah and but she she notices him yeah, yeah. like, are you, says, okay? are you okay and he like he does like a silent like
1: yeah fine yeah like but it's like a choking that up. moment a, yeah. is
3: literally he gets his finally he, he rounds out his it, and
1: that that was that was the thing was the fact that when they were in the in the lab and he goes into as much detail as as he was willing to go into about the death of gwen yeah it is that moment where when he finally saves her and she looks at him and says, are you okay? And you see that he is just on the edge of keeping his shit together. That I was like, this is the moment that has literally redeemed everything about the Andrew Garfield movies I mean, to me.
0: It kind of makes, the, those, movies it makes those movies better. It makes we those have movies better. Yes. This, this has allowed those did.
1: movies, and as shitty as they were, to yeah. finally be worthwhile. Because his character gets to be... Like, even the description he makes later, even before that, when he's like, you know, I couldn't save her and she died and I became this horrible monster who wouldn't pull his punches. He finally gets that moment. Yeah. And he's a hero again in his own eyes. Right. For the first time in God knows how long. He's like, fuck if this is happening again. I'm it, it literally makes
3: it, it rounds out his arc and like yeah. completes the arc of those movies that yep. never was
1: finished. Yeah. Exactly.
2: It needed that. It, That's it makes, amazing. It, it in like, him, like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: makes him the Spider-Man he's always wanted and needed to be. Yeah. He can move on.
3: He can go out and do like things he could if they wanted to make movies, he could go out and do things and feel like Spider Man. Feel like again.
1: he is Spider Man. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah.
3: It's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. So you get to your build up to this moment, right? It's Peter, and it's Green Goblin. The shield is on the ground, I've fallen over. They're on the shield. Peter wants to fucking. Pete, this whole time, by the way, when Toby was like, "Hey, like I, I've been thinking about curing uh, Norman," Peter doesn't
1: say anything. No, he doesn't want. He, he, he I'm like, he no, actually, I want to kill him. He said specifically on the roof. Since that moment, all I've wanted is to kill him.
3: Well, he even when they're in the lab. I've having watched this three times, he goes, Okay, we gotta cure lizard, Sandman, Electro. He doesn't and say they, oh, we have oh to cure the, the, moment, the moment the yeah. moment he's
1: going to he's going to he holds up the piece that is the 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 the, the syringe and he says and yep. and he waits for a second mm. and Toby takes it out of his hands. He goes, I'll take care of this one. I've been I've been thinking about, about, about how I yeah. would cure Norman for years. Yeah. He and, he doesn't want to cure and him. takes it away. Because He's he knows he this himself. is so fresh for you, you you can't possibly do it right.
0: What? This fucking fight was so, the most brutal I've seen a, a, this Spider Man, any Spider Man. The
3: only the only drawback to that fight is I wish like they made Norman a little more. They made
1: him bloody, like he should have. Yeah, because he
0: was punching the shit out of his face he, and there was he said, no it, blood it, at
1: all. With with the line that you get from Andrew about you know there was a point where I stopped pulling my punches. Yeah, they make it obvious that that is what Tom is doing here. Right, right. This is a point where he should be losing teeth. Yeah, he should be yeah. breaking bone. That
0: would have made it. This a, a man more should effective. be
1: bloody yeah. as shit. Yeah, he should be. And all- I don't know why they couldn't do that. Not because even a little Tom bit. is bloody as yeah, shit.
0: They yeah, they cut him up. They cut him up. I think it's good. because
1: I think it's because in the end, I guarantee you, Disney told them too violent even no matter what. A hero cannot make the villain as injured Bloody. as the hero is. That's fair. Oh, okay.
0: So Goblin about to get impaled by his own glider again as Tom
1: Holland Peter picks it up. I will tell you, there has never been a moment that I have seen Tom Holland as intimidating as yeah. the moment that he is dragging the glider across yeah. the shield. Yeah. Yeah, and plans to plunge it Lips into it goblin
0: and then i love love out of nowhere toby mcguire grabs it stops him and they don't even say anything
2: just, just eye contact
0: looks right at him well that's and, redemption right
3: because
1: yeah. he
0: couldn't save
3: him from his own glider in yeah. the first film yeah I mean,
1: him dodging the, the way, glider in the first film the is way. what killed him
0: yeah, yeah. he could have saved him he just jumped out of the way but he, he didn't
1: know that the glider was yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's it's this weird it's this weird off. aspect where it was literally the spidey sense that saved his life in the first film. All right. Killed, Killed Norman. Him. Yep. It wasn't it wasn't that he wanted to kill him, it wasn't that he tried to kill him. It was that his spidey sense just said you're in danger, he jumped, moved and then it and happened. This time he knows what's about to happen and he has the chance to get in the way of the gob- the goblin glider to save him.
0: Yeah, but the goblin gun don't give a fuck, because Tom Holland puts the glider down, and speaking of spider sense, where was it now? Because Norman Osborn stabs fucking Toby in the back. Who cares? You know why? Why wouldn't you see that coming?
3: You know who cares? You know why I say who cares? Yeah. Because it's a great fake-out death. It the is. Yes. Went nuts. I thought he was gonna
1: die. <laughs> the moment also, it hit yes, him, yes, I heard yes. my entire audience go, Everybody oh thought, my yes. god!
0: Yeah, Toby. they yeah. thought Toby was gonna die. I thought the same
1: thing, and he's fine. He's like, I've been stabbed before. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but he does get the cure from uh somebody oh garfield throws him the cure Garfield tosses it to and he does injects it right into his neck instead of killing him and he actually does he does what the other spider-man couldn't do and he saves cures all of them yeah yes, Al, yes. Unbelievable. Now, unbelievable here i'll, I'll
3: quickly run Wrap through it up. the end so universe is breaking Right, more spider, more villains are coming over. You see, like a, a rhino. You see, Kraven. You, you see in Scorpion, the sky
0: cracks. You saw Kraven and rhino and Squirtle. Yeah, Scorpion, that's what I saw. At yeah. least, yeah, yeah.
3: So the universe is breaking. And Stanley, <laughs> and Stanley, and Stanley, and uh, there's no way to stop it. The only way to stop it, Peter. They do the one more day type storyline. Yep. Peter's like, make everyone forget, and right away, Doctor Strange is tearing up. He's yeah. like, Are you sure you want to, want to do, do it? And he's like, see it basically like, see you later. Yeah. You get the moment with Peter thanking the Spider Man, and he doesn't know what to do, yeah. so he just fucking gives them a big hug. And every my audience went fucking nuts oh, yeah. when he gives them a big hug.
1: I will, I will say that the, the things that I loved about this moment. So, yes, Goblin blows up the little prison box that has the spell in it, and that's why everything's cracking up, and Doctor Strange is trying to save it. Our Peter, MCU Peter, decides everybody, everybody who knows Peter Parker in any fashion has to forget him in order to save the the universe.
3: Not even even just that he is Spider-Man. Anyone who
1: knows Peter Parker in general has to forget who he is to save the universe. He goes down, he says... Uh, now, before that even happens, like when when um, Toby gets stabbed in the back, and he's laying on the ground and they defeated Goblin and they're, they're checking on him. He's like, yeah, no, it's fine. I've been stabbed before. He has the line of looking up in the sky at the big purple cracks coming it's through like, the world. He's like, yeah, he's he's like, like, like am I dying is that or, is that happening or am I dying? Uh, like, like, no, no, no. That's, that's happening. happening. <laughs> that's good. He's, Oh, OK, great. So he comes down he he meets up with them and he's like, "Okay guys, you know, I, I don't I don't know how to say this and you know, I I basically it's him trying it's him trying to say thank you yeah. for everything you've done that has allowed me to get to be Spider-Man." They made him a better Spider-Man. It is Spider-Man. a very meta moment. Yeah. of Tom Holland thanking the past two Spider-Man actors right? for for allowing or doing what they could to allow this franchise to get to a point where he got to be Spider Man. Oh my God! I didn't even think about it
3: that way. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's it's, it's, it's thank you in more ways than one. Exactly.
1: Ah. And so he he goes in, he hugs the two of them, he goes to swing away. My favorite moment of improv of improvised acting ever. They do that, and then a second later, Andrew looks at Toby, goes, <laughs> "You're in immense pain, are you?" Yeah, he goes, "Yes, I'm. Yes, in, I'm in a yes. lot of pain." He goes, "Yeah, it I right. bet." Was
0: pretty, it was all right. That's a good
1: line. Um. <laughs> So then he swings up and now it's time for him to talk to MJ, MJ and, Ned. and, Ned. Oh, and this, this is this is the heartrending moment. Man, and this Zendaya is the moment. This is the moment in this entire movie. Now, here's the thing I've seen. I've only seen Zendaya act in these Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I haven't seen the HBO show that she's Ephoria. in. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so here's the thing. This is the first thing I have seen. Where I have seen Zendaya do the most acting mm. in her career I have ever seen. And it is brilliant. It was sincere, heartfelt. You felt this is so bad. This, this is the moment after three movies where I said, oh my God, the two of them have so much chemistry yeah. between the two of them.
0: Well, they hooked By up.
3: By the way, of note, this is the third Spider-Man pairing where they've actually dated in real life. Yeah.
0: Too. Amy Pascal said she told uh, Andrew and Emma Stone not to get involved. She told these two, and Toby McGuire. They also were dating too it, during the first for a little bit. Yeah. They
1: all, yeah. everyone gets together. <laughs> I mean, and here's the thing when you're young, you're in movies. A big part about your romantic lead is that you need to learn to be in love and or infatuated with them. Yeah. The easiest way to do that. Do it for real. Date them in real life. Do it for real. <laughs> but anyway the chemistry between them is so great The i and love this you is, part is great too. this is the struggle of a man trying to tell his girlfriend and his best friend you're never going to remember who i am yeah and but at the same time he's also convinced he's somehow going to to remind them when it's all done like we learn later on he even wrote a speech to try and do it yeah so he's convinced, you know, you're going to forget me, but don't worry about it. Like, you know, I'll come back. I'll I'll tell you who I am well, she, and you'll she remember. She doesn't
0: let him say, I love you. She's like, tell me on the other side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tell me later. I was like, oh, fuck, that's good. <laughs> well, that that
3: leading from so going from. So he does the, you know, he, he says his goodbyes. But that scene in the coffee shop is so fucking good afterwards, because you mentioned he writes down the speech. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's. Having the awkward conversation with with MJ this time, and he notices they went to, they've gone to MIT. They're in MIT. The yeah. two of them oh, are they, accepted. The yeah. two of them are accepted, and he's like, "Okay, I, I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say it now." And then he's paying, yeah, and he finishes the line with her where she's like, you "Expect disappointment." Yeah, and she moves as he's paying. She moves the fucking hair, and she notices the scar. Yeah, and in that moment, he he literally solidifies himself as Peter Parker, right? Yeah. Because he go he realizes in that moment.
2: I can't help their,
3: be- their life is better without yep. me. I can't get and, so, it's, and it's not about me. It's yeah. about when when you have great power, you have great responsibility and I, I I to be a hero, to be the hero I'm supposed to be, I can't be happy.
1: And the, the the statement he says, he goes, "Oh, does does that hurt?" And he points to the cut and she says, "Well, you will know, not anymore." Right, not as much, right. Not as much. And and what he comes to recognize is not knowing me, especially not knowing me as Spider Man. You're not in pain anymore. You're not in danger anymore. It's better for you to never know me. And that's why he takes his coffee and leaves. And and it's not
3: it's not their burden. Right? Yeah. He by By sharing that he's with he is Spider Man, unlike all these other characters, you
0: put them in danger right away.
3: Not only do they put him in danger because of the characters of the because of the people he relates with and gets to know his friends, they take it on as their burden.
1: Exactly. We see we see when he's going to try and track down these other villains from other dimensions.
2: Yeah, they MJ and
1: Ned say no. We're a team. Yeah, we won't leave you. Right. And because they care about him, despite the fact that he's superpowered and they're not, they won't leave his side. So they are putting even, themselves in yeah. even more danger to try and protect him and be a part of his life. So- by, by deciding I will never let you be a part of my life again, he recognizes the two of you will live the lives you're meant to live and you will be happy and safe. To For me to come back into your life and say hey, by the way, I'm Spider-Man and I'm Peter Parker and we're friends. And from a a time when I made you forget with a magic spell, he will get them killed. See, I
0: think he can still rekindle the friendship, just never tell them that he's Spider-Man. You could
3: still be friends. He 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 can
0: can still, I think he could potentially, uh, they could write it where he could
3: rekindle, but yeah, he can't. He can't 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 be back where they were.
1: No. They have to be. They have to be blind to who he really is.
0: Did you notice Zendaya in that moment? She's wearing the broken black dahlia necklace right. that yep. he gave her in the last movie. So I feel like there's a little part of her. There's a little part of her that yeah. she's gonna remember. What well, What's great about
3: it, though, and what's also sad is it's he's such a tragic character. Yeah, it's such a tragedy that he's Spider Man, but unlike Batman, he doesn't brood about it. He he still there's still that youth and that optimism in his eyes that like, yes, it's a burden, but I, this is what I'm meant to do. He
1: is a character who not only is willing to be alone, lives alone in a studio apartment. Nobody knows him. Think about that. Nobody point knows him where he has to take his GED equivalent. test. He has test. no social security. He's got no fucking birth certificate. Everything's been wiped. How does this spell work? He's completely alone, and yet at the same time, he will sew his own Spider-Man costume. Oh my God!
0: So look, they they end this movie where I wanted him to start for years. We have a Spider-Man whose biggest enemy should be getting rent for that month. This is his big, you know, bad guy. This is and when they, when he showed up in the apartment, it looked just like Toby's apartment. I I, I, I yelled out loud. I was like, rent. Like when that <laughs> happened and people looked at me, I
1: was like, is the other Mr. side of it is Mr. Dick it looks exactly like the apartment from the fucking PlayStation video game.
0: Oh, it does look like that apartment too. They, yeah, he did a move from the game too, but that he, he has to make his own costume and it's bright, shiny spandex. And I thought it looked great, but it I was like, great. oh shit, this is him making his own shit on if his you, own.
1: If you had told me by the end of this movie Wow. He was not only going to be sewing his own costume, but it would be the Steve Dicko yeah. original fucking OG, costume.
0: It looked fantastic, and like, holy Jason shit. is still railing on about him, so it's weird. I want to know how the spell works. People know Spider-Man, and they all his interactions are still...
1: people I, I, remember? I, I, wouldn't,
3: I wouldn't think about the spell. Probably I not. Think about probably the probably
1: spell. not. Think about it the biggest question I have, and this I have to tie into for the fact that it ties to Imran. <laughs> When Peter returns to high school for his yeah. senior year. Oh, yeah. The teachers and by the yes. teachers, I mean, Martin Starr,
0: J.B. Smoove, <laughs> Hannibal Buress. That was great. That was so great.
1: a yeah, like shrine to Spider-Man well, in yeah. the high school with Peter so Parker's picture in it and a bust it was all martin star's character it was, who yeah, it. it was all martin Starr's character who did it because i i say it ties ties to imran because he looks exactly like imran in this movie
0: uh martin star
1: yeah yes he does
0: <laughs> and i love hannibal burris
1: hannibal like, burris who, who is a, a, mysterio a fucking was right. a mysterio <laughs> uh, supporter
0: and martin star's like he's a conspiracy theorist don't mind him but it's it's <laughs> oh, the sorry. fact
1: that so imagine they built this whole shrine in the high oh, school Oh yeah, that's all gone with, oh, uh, now, that's the thing. Is it gone? Is it gone? Because all we're saying is they forget who Peter Parker is. That's Spider-Man. But now there's a fucking shrine in the high school to Spider-Man. And one of the parts of that shrine is a like a, a school photo of a kid no one <laughs> recognizes. Well, I
0: mean, you, like, Anthony, you're right. You can't think about this spell too much. No, However, I feel like this is part of what Doctor Strange 2 is about, which we'll get to in a second because we're not done. We're not done. No, we're not. We're not even though we're, we're at our we're this heading into the last hour scene five of, the, of this yes, podcast. Yes, the last scene of the movie. There's still more. Uh, the, oh, First of all, they use an awesome De La Soul song and over oh, the credits Oh, I scene. love that song. That, I've, I've, I've loved that song since I was 13. Three is the magic number. Well, before
3: even that song, the song when he's swinging around and they have the opera music oh, going, yeah. I'm like, this is the most epic yeah. three series origin story I've yeah. ever watched and in my it's life. Christmas it's Christmas now. It is it's winter.
1: From 2017 yeah, to 2021, to tell the first act of a
0: story, who knew right. this was a three movie origin story? No,
1: no one, no,
0: uh, no
3: one. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet hardly anyone would have predicted that we were getting the origin story in the third film of a Spider Man trilogy. We, had, everyone assumed that the Uncle Ben moment had already happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, like we all assumed it. Right. We were just like, he's already we're all dead. Like,
1: he already told yeah. him. He,
3: yeah, we were all, I mean, we were all like, man, there's something really missing from this Spider-Man because we never saw the Uncle Ben moment. Little did we know that six appearances in the MCU later, that's when they were doing the Uncle Ben moment. They were doing it with Auntie May. The
0: long con. They pulled the long con. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so first mid-credits scene, here is Tom Hardy talking like, who did you say? You couldn't remember who he talked. <laughs> that's a the weird thing I, I
1: fucking can't remember. With,
0: with the guy from Ted Lasso uh, as the bartender. That dude's in Ted Lasso. And he's like explain it to me again with this purple
1: alien, and what uh, happened like like the the best i can the best I could try to do is like i could try i could try to do like a drunken almost like, a, like like he's doing uh, John Mark Belushi. Wahlberg yeah or something where it's just like oh, 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 okay so uh tell it, uh, it, t- t- tell me tell me again about this you tell me aliens are obsessed with with, with stones and like the whole time that I'm listening, I'm like, I'm like, when I was sitting in the theater, I'm like, he sounds like X, and then today while I'm at work, I'm like, wait a minute, what was his accent like? I can't remember. And like, I'm, I'm watching these clips from like the like the first movie of of uh, Venom, and I'm like, nah, I can't get it. The, the best I could get was, I was like, it's kind of Wahlbergian, like, Bostonian accent.
0: It's a stray, because he's like, you know what aliens like? They like brain. Andy Let me breaks. tell you. And, and he's like, Eddie. And then I I'm like, Eddie, don't go into this. Anyways, they're there, and they didn't get to do anything. And the spell is over, and they poof away. Which means...
1: literally you didn't get to do shit this is this is the equivalent of having sony touch your penis (laughs) and then the moment you get hard they go oh i gotta go home we're taking that but of course i didn't look
3: at it like that well but yeah the the, the little bit of the symbiote's gonna leave the goo there but i didn't look at it like that i literally went to i went to my friend i go the mcu just did tom hardy dirty yeah that was weird what 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 happened was sony was like we made our own film yeah we're gonna fucking put Tom Hardy in the MCU. Oh, you we're are, are you? What they, and then MCU was like, <laughs> okay, you know what? We didn't really need. We don't really want Tom Hardy, but we do want that little symbiote. Yeah. So, fuck off. He can I go back. It's, we'll take it's, this. it's yeah.
1: a mix of at the end of Venom Two, Sony thought, look, we're gonna do this big crossover multiverse event. What if Venom showed up? You know the way they did with. Spider-Man three and MCU, when they saw it, went, <laughs> no, they went, well, we already teased it. They went, I don't fucking care. You're not having, you're not having venom in this movie. When, what, what if, what if he shows up as a mid credit and he's like trying to figure out the MCU and then he just disappears. Like, I don't care. He's not showing up in the movie. <laughs> They're like, uh, Okay, fine. So then it was like, they had him show up with the was like He's like, tell me again about all the stuff going on with the, oh, I'm going back to my world. <laughs> You're like, what boink. the fuck even just happened? Yeah, well, This has been boink. such a waste of time. At the
3: MCU literally just looked at Tom Hardy's character and go, we want one thing from that. We just want the symbiote.
1: Yeah. Bring me off a little bit of that symbiote. Just you give us the fuck that out symbiote. Now, I will say. A big thing that they played on. And apparently it's a part of the comics. I, I, I'm i not so up to date with Marvel comics that I can say yes. Apparently, symbiotes are not just a hive mind. They're a hive mind across multiverse. all the Look, universes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they all know everything that's happening on all the multiverses.
1: So that means when, when he showed up in Venom and he was like, oh, I know who this is looking at Tom Hardy. Because it's Topher from Grace's
0: Venom knew who he was.
1: Yes. See, I'm going to go the other way. It's because the piece of him he left in that universe down the road would interact with the Tom Hardy Spider Man, or sorry, the the Tom Holland Spider Man, and then he's already connected to that through their interdimensional hive mind. It didn't happen at that point. Well, that you- doesn't fucking matter, <sighs> Imran. Well, it, that I
3: could see. It's that,
1: a it's an alien. Well, I it could see how alien. that
3: would be the case if you're. Referring to time as a flat disc and everything is everything everything is everything it's at the all same there. time. It's all sitting right. there. Yeah. It all
1: happens at yeah.
0: once. Right. Yeah. And the uh, earth is flat. So we get Venom in the mid credit scene. We're still not done. I don't really we can talk, we can Refer to it, but I don't think we need to
3: focus too we much. We don't on have the to go very Strange. deep into Okay, this. real
0: quick, Doctor Strange two, you kind of got a trailer. Basically, you got a you trailer. See, you did not kind of yeah.
3: get a trailer. You got a whole trailer.
0: You got a trailer. You got Strange going to find Wanda. It's like a four she's like the, minute trailer. Multiverse is fuck. Can you help? Mordo's there. You see Shuma goreth You see America Chavez in the back of her for a quick second. And the most important thing. You see fucking Sorcerer Supreme from What If? Oh, shit. shitty shit. fucking Dark Doctor Strange. Uh, apparently, this movie will have the most What If and Fox character cameos out of all the MCU movies so Fox far. Fox character cameos? Yes. They went back, and there was extensive reshoots what? to add more cameos. Fox
1: character. Mm. We're going to get, I see guarantee X-Men, you,
0: Fantastic Four, something. I'm,
1: I'm going to say this. I guarantee you we're going to get Hugh Jackman Wolverine. What? And beyond that, we'll probably get, I'm going to say, Chris Evans and Jessica Alba from Fantastic Four. Oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> Anyways, that's the next <laughs> They've big They've already got Chris. Why not? they like, got plenty of Chris. It's just probably like, shave your head. No. All right. We'll digitally shave your head. <laughs>
0: Okay, we that we've been going on for quite a while now. There was a lot to talk about. Let's wrap this whole fucking shit up. Rate the movie. This could also take another four hours. Give me a number. I don't know. Rate it against all the Spidey movies, all the MCU movies, whatever you want to do. Anthony, what do you think?
3: So, as I said in my when we started seventeen hours ago. Oh, uh, my because God, what day it was? It? My it was actually by the way to the audience that's powered through this. This is actually my fault because I'm the one that suggested we'd run through the entire plot. We started I should yesterday. have known with Imran and Matt Dalhauer I'm that sorry. It's not just me going to run through the entire plot. They will also repeat the entire plot. So that's why we're at this point. Anyways. <laughs> oh shit. This is not my fault. It's partly your fault. Uh more than your fault actually. Uh, as far as a rating for this film, if I'm gonna like be like super critical right yeah Like this movie has a lot of flaws yeah but as an experience as a freaking spider-man fan as an mcu fan as a fan that's been watching these movies for 20 years this is everything you could have ever asked for from the second half on of that film and it is so satisfying that full well knowing that the movie has holes i'm gonna rate it a nine out of ten
0: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And I know nice. it has holes, but I don't yes. care
3: because it's yes. that fucking good. Yes. As far as its ranking among Spider Man films, again, I think Spider Man 2 is probably a better film, even though it's a little dated. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, there are elements in Homecoming and Far From Home that are, like, tighter and well done, more well done. Yeah. The first Spider Man movie is really good, too. Yeah. The first Spider Man movie is really good. Yeah. There are elements of Amazing Spider Man that are good. It's this into movie, the this, into the, uh, well, Into the Spider-Verse is his own thing, but okay. as far as live action Spider-Man films, this is my favorite <laughs> because <laughs> it's built shit. on everything else that came before it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: And then as far as MCU films, well, again, there are probably more well-made MCU films, but as far as an overall experience with the history I have with the character, this is a top five MCU film for me.
0: Holy shit. Nice. So,
3: there you go. And this is all based on emotion. Yeah although
0: it's well done emotion uh yeah you know what i'm i'm straight there with you i was thinking fucking 9 uh it's easily out of spidey films it's in the top 3 for me with spider-man 2 and i put into the spider-verse uh, i don't know what order but it's probably the uh, maybe number 1 2 is dated uh but fuck yeah i'm fucking give it a 9 i have it in my top 10 of mcu uh, but just for the nostalgia, the fact that they played the cameos, right? They, cl- they closed up everyone's fucking storyline, gave them clo- I didn't think I was getting an end game version of Spider-Man. Uh, they fucking delivered. They brought it. They did it. Live action Spider-Verse. They delivered. Delhauer. What are you giving?
1: Oh boy. This is a film that in my life made Spider-Man three. An amazing Spider Man 2 worth it.
0: Right? Yeah. I can't believe they elevated those movies. They made those this, movies
1: better. This movie is a nine out of 10. This movie is the second highest MCU film I have seen in my entire life. Oh, that makes me think what's the first? Winter Soldier. Okay. Uh, Winter Soldier is a better movie. Winter Soldier is a better yeah. movie. Uh, and the 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 ones below it are uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Sure, this movie is the. I'm I actually I'm going to say this is movie is the second best comic book film I have ever seen. Okay, I will only put Spider Man into the Spider Verse above it because I saw that movie first which means they, it they has done the
0: spider verse before yeah
1: yes it has done so much of what this movie has done just before it yeah but it doesn't take away from the fact that this movie has done it so well they did it they did it live action i fucking loved it oh my yeah. god no this this movie is fucking brilliant it is beautiful it is worth seeing i, I yes can i pick things apart can i find plot holes can i yeah. sit here for a while and find reasons to say this is bad and that's bad and this is not this doesn't make sense i don't fucking give a shit man
0: yeah, it's, yeah. i mean look it's a little messy it's a little clunky it doesn't matter i'll take this it a movie, little messy and this to is the to first
1: movie in years that i cheered in a movie theater for yeah that i said oh my god i'm gonna be in a movie theater full of everybody else who's going to yeah. fit into this theater and i don't give a shit i mean definitely i'm in since an experience Endgame. with people right now <laughs> i bonded with people over the fact that these people were here this movie was made these events happened
0: yeah, i was talking to the people that were sitting next to me like by the end of the movie like i didn't know them and i was like they started talking and we all really just started talking it was about
3: the, it. it was the type of movie that like you watch that movie and you come out and you go as much as streaming is happening and as much as like everyone has big home theaters now, it's yeah. like similar to sports. Oh, you guys aren't sports fans, but these are meant to be shared experiences. Yeah, an absolutely. event like this, a movie absolutely. like this is meant to be seen in a crowd and shared with people in it's, a big movie theater. It's
1: that moment where when something happens that you have a, an emotional reaction to and you hear someone in the crowd go, yeah, your response is to go, damn right. And you cheer, too, yeah. because everybody in this crowd is having the exact same feeling at the exact same moment. And it is. It is perfect. It is beyond perfect that you are all in that same wavelength, because that is the purpose of this movie,
3: not only the highs, but the lows, too. Right. Like when you're sitting there and mm-hmm. you hear the audience sniffling and you're yeah. like, I can cry <laughs>
1: amongst
2: everybody yeah. else, yeah. I remember like I remember
1: I was at work like on thursday before i went to this see this movie and i talked about it, like they were like oh what are you doing this week i'm like oh my brother and i are gonna go see spider-man on friday and one of the guys like i work was like jesus man how many fucking spider-man movies are they gonna make like what what the fuck is the point of keeping making these movies <laughs> and i was like look man i get it like i understand that attitude but also you know number one these movies make money and number two these, they're popcorn films, you know? People are not there for, you know, Oscar-worthy performances. They're there to have fun and see action. But then I was sitting there in this movie, and I went, these are fucking Oscar-worthy performances. Willem Dafoe left fucking everything on the screen yeah. in this movie. Yeah, like, he did. I, he this, I, I love the first Spider-Man movie. I love yeah. him as Goblin in the first Spider-Man movie. This blows that fucking movie away oh he he leaves it out there i mean
3: alfred Molina's doing really tom holland's killing tom it Holland. andrew's yeah. killing it Zendaya's killing it yeah. uh, jacob badalon marissa tome like they're all getting after it so much
1: this is a movie i i think i've said before i'll say it again this is a movie that reminded me andrew garfield was the best part of the two spider-man movies that he was in but this is the movie that proved to me that if Andrew Garfield had made Spider-Man movies with a director who fucking cared, we could have had something
0: amazing. I would we have something loved great.
1: those movies.
0: It definitely made me endear to Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man a lot more. Like, I want to see more of him This is the first time I have
1: seen him have fun in that role. Yeah. yeah. And I am mourning the fact He's that so I funny. may never see it again.
0: He's hilarious. Listen, there's look at the, the Sony and Marvel see this money coming in. There's gonna be more Spider-Man movies. Maybe we do get to see Garfield in some capacity. I don't know,
1: but I honestly think we may never see them in movie form. Yeah, we are most likely going to get like Spider-Man 2002 and Spider-Man 2014 comic book lines. That would be great too.
0: They did that with Batman 66.
3: Exactly,
1: one of those things. I, I hope Batman we don't see 89. Them I, I don't yeah. want
0: to see them again,
3: purely because no. they, we left on such a high note. With yeah, them. they tied everything up. Yeah, they yeah.
1: both, they they both you left. You could do it. You could. They both on. left redeemed yeah. for what had gone on in their lives. Yes. Well,
0: do all those movies now end differently if they sent the villains back all cured? I like, don't.
3: I don't. No. Care. No. no.
1: So, I don't care, Andrew. No. No. Uh, but they don't I, end
3: I, differently. You know why? Yeah. Because there's branch timelines.
1: Oh, so, uh, and Andrew uh,
3: are being sent back to a universe where those movies did happen. Oh, but the villains are But the villains are being sent back to a universe where they can change their fate. Oh. Ah. So in so, Toby and Andrew's Spider-Man's minds, yeah. they've gone through the events of those films and
2: yeah. have the knowledge of the They've going gone through, through the, the redemption of, yes, of and, having yeah. lived through it and so then, they, they and get then both.
1: cured from it. Exactly. Or or bit, from I it. mean,
0: the redemption is the big uh, key word all around. Redemption for the villains, redemption for the spider man yeah. Like everybody got redemption. It's it, the movie is oh. literally similar to Endgame in that sense, but the movie yep. is the ultimate. What if you got a
3: second chance? Yeah, yeah. What if What if all these characters got a second chance? What Gosh, would you they do? Fucking nailed it. They nailed it. And Toby and Andrew and all the actors and actresses involved, they nailed it. They nailed it.
0: All right, look, that's good. We're gonna wrap it up here, <laughs> listener. Thank you for powering through this. Delhauer, gonna plug anything?
1: Yeah, you could. You could. You could find me on Twitter, I guess. At? I think it's still Matty Dvo TV, even though I haven't been on Twitch for a while but that's about it there you go, follow him on Twitter
0: uh, thanks for listening to this episode listener, obviously we love Spider-Man but we appreciate you hanging out there we'll see you next time my name is Imran my name's Anthony he's the jock he's a nerd we'll beep you next time Spider-Man
3: that's fucking awesome yeah, that's really
2: good
1: I don't give a shit.
0: Geek boner. Talking nerd.